0: Talk Radio.
1: In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the
2: military-industrial complex. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The first reports say that President
3: Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting.
4: It is a big
5: idea. A new world order.
6: It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just
7: pancakes.
5: Either you were with us or you were with the terrorists.
8: a lot of gun
4: owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. All right, Joseph Gibson here, podcasting, understanding the times in which we live today. Let's see, here. Let's see. we got a phone, let's see here, what's this guy doing? All right, 410, well, I'm going to try here. Get, get this number up here. Hang on, just bear with me here. I didn't want to go live here right away, but I had some room, no choice. Uh, let's see here. Two. Damn it, man. Two four four three. Two four four three. All right. Let's see if this guy's on the line. Okay. Why is my radio going off now? Why is this radio going off? What the heck's going on here? All right, here we go. Boy, I got everything beeping and going off here. Well, live, hey, live, hey, understand, understand this. Okay, we got this guy here. I'm going to try to give him a call. He tried to get you from my power company. He wanted my credit card information. Of course, I kept him on the phone for about 45 minutes, and he never got any credit card. But, you know, I like playing with those people. But this is the crime. They take advantage of elderly people, and, and uh, these are the scumbags that are out there today. So let's give him a call back. And let's find out what's up with this guy here. Because this is one of your criminals. These are the people. The police can't do this. You see, they won't do this. They won't go out and, you know, help the people out, you know, and uh, catch these people. I I, I got the guy caught already. Hang on. Let me get this number here right up here. Okay. Let's see if we can get him. If not, I can call him on my other phone here. Hang on. Damn, damn, damn. Blog talk radio. All right. but Hopefully, I don't have to press one or two on this. I haven't called him back yet. But he's, he's been blowing up my phone. All right, here we go, get that number. All right, here we go. Let's give him a call. Let's see what we get got here. case from my power company <laughs> hello. yes, hello, hello, yes, how you doing? I got a call from you.
9: uh no, you got I'm a call to hold you. you got a call from a scammer that's using my number. I'm sorry, ah. but.
4: There's yeah enough. yeah he's a scammer <laughs> yeah i'm a scammer <laughs> it was my electric company yeah you think yeah. it's my electric company well, <laughs> my credit card it, information
9: yeah it seems like they're uh, after getting electric give, getting your electric discounts or something all over the,
10: all yeah, over the yeah, country yeah, it's yeah.
9: coming in from california and all over so
10: and you think yeah, the don't phone company
9: uh, would put a stop to it you know you think they think this? so i, I called the phone PC. company but they wouldn't uh, they said there's nothing they can do and uh, uh, you did get a call uh, from, you You called me on, on the 410 number, didn't you?
4: Yeah, yeah, 410 yeah, yeah, yeah. 742
9: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. my number, but they, somebody told me they had an 800 number, so I didn't know whether they could change it to an well, 800. Well, they have, yeah, yeah,
4: they spoof, they do a spoofing, which is against the law, you know, that's a federal offense to do that. Yeah, but they, know it but is. Been, you know, but they, they don't go after the you don't want it because they're calling from the Philippines and these other countries. And uh, and they're selling our information all over the world because Amazon uses them, eBay uses them for, as call centers. And that's how they steal our information. But, you you know, you try telling our criminal government that, you know. I don't have an accent like
9: the guy to talk to either, do I?
4: No, no, no. He was definitely uh from Indian or Indian type of Yeah, yeah. yep, <laughs> yep, that's right. Indonesian well, or something. I apologize. I apologize. Don't apologize. You,
9: but... It's not your fault, but... There's nothing I can do, but I, I try to answer every call that comes in here, and I, and I have a lot of fun with these guys, and they probably, uh, they're probably getting back at me that way,
4: you know. Yeah. Oh, I did the same thing. I kept them on the phone for forty-five minutes. You yeah. <laughs> you probably,
9: you'll probably be one of their, uh, their target numbers pretty
4: soon. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. All okay. right. Well, thank you, sir, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. He, little did he know he was kind of talking to me live on a podcast. But you know, but that's what they're doing, folks. This is what these people are doing: is they're spoofing people's call call or call their phone numbers across the country, and 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 you think it's your next door neighbor calling you because it's the area code, the same as you know your your next door neighbor. And uh, what do you do? You know, you th- and and they're and or they'll use the power company phone number, and they'll they'll and some of these guys are professionals. They're good. You know, this guy was an idiot. He had a Habib, you know, I already knew off the bat my power company is not going to give me 30% off my electric bill for the next two years, okay? That's not going to happen. And and then he needs my credit card information to enroll me in the application. So right then and there, we know it's a scam. But you see, this is a federal offense. It's a crime. And, there's no, and, and the phone company has, has access to all the numbers that are calling my phone. The police sure do. If I was a drug dealer, they can find all my phone numbers, right? They can track all my phone numbers down, right? Cause, because they don't want Americans making money on the side or getting rich, do they? You know, because they can't track that type of stuff. That's why it's a crime, not because they want to protect the American people, not because they want to clean up the streets. You know, yes, there's good cops out there that believe they're doing a noble thing. I thought I was doing a noble thing when I was doing undercover drug bust, but 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 in the end, you can't stop it. You, how do you declare war on your own people? How do you declare war on your own people? It doesn't work, but, but you can't stop it. The only way to stop, well, I'll get off subject here, but real quick, the only way to stop the drug trade and drug trafficking and the abuse and the crimes that go along with it when people are robbing to get the drug and they're, and they're, and they're being demeaned by the general public because they're shamed and they're hiding it too, the only way you're going to stop it is is you're going to have to legalize it and you're going to have to open recreational centers where people can use drugs and and they'll have to go to these and get treatment at the same time and 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 you're going to have to, to reverse the narrative of society that shame 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 you're going to have to say it's wrong but at the same time they should, we shouldn't belittle these people and we sure as hell should not be putting them in jail people that are in jail that are addicted to uh, drugs that no you know, I mean, unless they commit a murder or a rape or something like that. But people that are on drugs, their minds are not in the right frame of mind. I mean, these people that are on these hallucinogens, uh, P- I mean, uh, LSD, they really think they can fly. They'll jump off a building. You know, I've seen it. I've been yeah, I've been on, on these raids and uh, whatnot. I've, I've seen when they try to take down a guy who's been hyped up on uh, smoking those joints that are laced with uh the marijuana that's laced with the PCP. I mean, uh, these people have become superhuman strong. I mean, it would take eight, nine guys to bring one guy down, you know, because they don't feel no pain. And the mind is a powerful thing. It's a powerful weapon in your brain. You, you know, the brain is convinced they can do something. It actually can do it. You know, it could push your body behind, beyond the limits that you would never know. You know, I mean, I've worked out at the gym all my life. And I've seen this. I've seen adrenaline and, and 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 hormones and endorphins and what they can do and how you know people build you know just working out. I've seen guys juiced up on steroids, you know. So i you know this stuff is this is crazy. You know, it's it's just another sick part of the human race and human mind and human body of of our problems as society. But to curb the drug problem. Is really – you're not going to get tough on crime and lock everybody up. We've been doing that now since Nixon declared war on drugs, okay? It hasn't worked, but fill up the prisons. That's all it's done and ruin society even worse, okay? Not punishing people and not fixing the problem isn't going to work. Defund the police and defund the problem, and it's not going to work either. Okay, you don't turn your back on a problem. You have to address it, but address it in a positive way. So I believe that you know people are gonna if people are gonna make a decision to use drugs or get high, they're going to do it no matter what. They want to do it, they're going to do it. You can't stop them. Okay, you can't. Especially when you have other people on the other side of the border in other countries that are manufacturing this stuff, making out, working on working deals out that through dirty DEA, dirty CIA, and government ops. People, I mean, look at the Afghanistan. 90% of the opium came from Afghanistan. Well, didn't we have that country on lockdown? The heroin trade should have been shut down, technically. You know, I mean, but if we had all our soldiers over there. Uh, you know, but so the, the the trade was still going on. It's still being smuggled. When there's a will, there's a way. You can't stop it. Simple as that. You know, so you try to do it through education and treatment and then let the people use you know, at these at facilities, other countries are doing it. Uh, Europe uh, uh, did did it, and it was as a success rate. You know, besides, if someone wants to hurt their body, their own body, that's their choice. You know, if you want to hurt your body by putting poison in there, or or some other, or you want to abuse God's uh, drugs that He's given us for other things, to you know, because obviously, all these plants and stuff are here for a reason. And like marijuana is very good for treating cancer, you know. So, but people want to go out there and abuse the stuff. Then that's your choice. As long as you don't hurt me, and hurt anyone else or children in the process. We say children because children can't think for themselves. They need to be protected. Okay. So, you know, again, that's all part of do no harm. You know, that that's the libertarian uh, way of uh, of looking at things, and I agree with that. So again, I know many people are going to disagree with me. I'm getting messages now. You know, uh, you know that we should just put them all in jail. Yeah, okay. That has that. That's just asinine. Okay, It doesn't work. Not going to work. Okay, so just knock it off. Don't work. Uh, now anyway, back to this telemarketer thing. Now, the the phone companies clearly have the technology to track down the calls, where they're coming from, the origin of the call, right? Pinpoint it right down to the people's houses. Or facilities, or whoever is doing these scams, and then you compound a, tre- a credit card transaction. You know darn well if a credit card is swiped or used or, or or debited anywhere in this world, they know where it happened and what when it happened. They could track it down. They could pinpoint a camera for God's sake, right on a dime on the middle of Manhattan in the middle of the street, and look at your uh, 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 Jefferson's uh, uh, head or uh, right there on the dime. Or excuse me, Jeff, Jefferson's nickel, uh, right there on a nickel. You know, right there, you could they could see it from outer space, man. A, pe- a penny, Lincoln. They could look at right from outer space. They could zoom in on it. So you don't think they could find a guy with you swiping your credit card or, or debiting your account somewhere? Uh, it, it's all interlocked into the computer system. That's why they're getting ready to set up the uh, the um, the reset and the uh, digital currencies. So once they got the digital currency, it will be totally. Lockdown time. Lockdown, there'll be no more side hustles. I mean, I don't see – I mean, you'll still have crime going on people will trade and barter with other things. For instance, in prison, in prison, the, uh, they used to smoke cigarettes in most of the prisons in, uh, across the country, and they get away with it smoking. They're non-smoking in facilities. Um, p- inmates would trade with cigarettes. Cigarettes was the currency in there. So you would trade with cartons, packs of cigarettes, and that's what, what the currency was. When they get away with smoking, they just use something else to trade with, you know, food, cosmetics, uh, you know, anything. Anything you can get your hand on. You know, you, so uh, people, human beings will barter with anything of value that someone else wants. If someone else needs it or wants it, you can, you know, the, the ability to trade and barter is there. they are not going to stop it. So we trade and barter with, uh, with money, you know, money, paper money. Because that's what because the government can monopolize it they can they can regulate it and they can have control over it, and they can uh, decrease and in, uh, increase the value anytime they want and they and the, and the supply of money they can increase in any time they want to it so they have total control now they take away but but the problem is is that they don't know who's making money out there. how are people making money on the side you know running a business under the table who, who you know how are they going to catch you until somebody racks you out. You know, there's no way cash business, no way to track you, no way to track you at all, right? So now they put this new new uh, digital currency, they could track you. You know, Jill Gibson mowed 18 lawns today. He has 18 transactions on his digital card reader or digital thumbprint reader or whatever. However, they're going to do it. You know, uh, so they could. He made uh, $400 today mowing grass. Well, the government's going to debit that account $200 because we're going to take our money right at the top. That's what the government's going to do. And they're going to take everything from us. And it will. Anytime. You don't pay your bills on time. We'll take it. they will take it. And there's nothing you can do. What can you do? Who are you going to call? You're going to call 1-800 number and you're going to get what we get. You know, you're going to get the wrong number. Someone's spoofing a number. You're going to get press 1, press 3, and then you're going to be put on hold for two hours. And they're going to disconnect the call and hang up on you. Right? Right? Am I wrong, people? The madness that we're going, that we're, we're, we're leaving ourselves to. This is what's happening. This is what's coming our way. And these are the things that in North Carolina here we're gonna we're grassroots candidates. I'm trying to promote this. I think if if I can get elected here, we can elect several other state legislators in my state. We can get uh, the U.S. representatives elected that's on the same mi- uh, mindset, and we can get the governor, uh, which the governor Mark Robinson is uh, thinks just like me. Oh, uh, the lieutenant governor. He's the lieutenant governor right now, but he's uh, running for governor. And if he gets elected, we can have a governor, we can have legislators, and we can, you know, on on the same page, thinking alike, thinking about restore the Constitution, the original Constitution, you know. And this is a, this is this is great. We have all this in line. All the races are coinciding with each other. And if we can get everybody elected, we can change things here in North Carolina. We can restore the Republic, restore our lawful Constitution, and restore. I mean, uh, uh, our republic, basically, get rid of this democracy crap that everyone thinks we are. We are not a democracy, two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. So we restore our republic. Now we've got to worry about the Federal Reserve crashing the economy in this reset. That's why it's against the law for states to create their own – coin their own money. It's against the Constitution, technically. So what we've got to do is we have to get a constitutional amendment where we can get states not to create their own currency right off the bat, but have a uh, reserve, a state's reserve currency, so that if the national currency was to crash, the state then can distribute uh, uh, their money, you know, that, that is backed by the promise and full faith and credit of the state government until the uh, federal government gets its act together or goes away, one or the other, because it's going to happen. The monopoly, the, it's going to happen, this economic crash. And that right there, just having that in our back pocket in North Carolina would, or in other states did the same, would, would ramp up confidence in the markets. It would ramp up confidence, and it would help the economy just by that idea alone being implemented. So that's what I propose. That's one of the things I would like to see happen here. I think it's a good idea. Uh, because there's nothing wrong with always having a backup plan, you know, to something that's uh, fragile and that might be broken one day, or it's going to definitely break, that is for sure. So if anyone's against it, they're a communist and a Marxist. That's how I see it, and they're they're anti anti-republic, anti republic, uh, anti freedom. You know, we were uh, having an interesting conversation the other night on Lori Ann's show on uh, Sunday night. Everybody was getting heated. A uh, very strong discussion there about, you know, well, I like this guy, I like you, this guy I don't like. And we were ready, you know, some people getting ready to kill each other over it. You know, I, listen, man, I'm not saying Donald Trump is the cure for all. I'm not saying he's a god. I'm not saying he's a king, okay? I'm not gonna, even going to say he's he's what we need, but he's the only option we have right now. And he did do a very good job as far as the economy goes as a CEO for the, for the municipality. He did do a good job. And as far as this freedom thing, he was just about freedom. Oh, he's the bump stock. Stop with the bump stocks because it was only one brand and model of the bump stocks that got banned. Uh, uh, banned. And there's all over, I think, what, 500, 600 different models of the bump stock that are still available. Okay? So knock it off, all right? So I did the bump stock thing, and just total nonsense. Donald Trump is a firm uh, uh, supporter of the Second Amendment, and while he was president, we lost none of our gun rights technically, none of them, all right? It was the Democrats consistently and constantly after every single school shooting yelling and screaming about we need to ban guns, all right? And Donald Trump had to fight them off because we did have some uh, bad school shootings while he was president until the COVID lockdown happened. And then when the lockdown happened, that kind of went away. So, so you know, knock it off with this, he, he, all this nonsense. And he didn't finish building the wall. You know, again, that's government gridlock. You know, the, the contractor who got the bid, who got the uh, contract to build the wall, They, you know, you got to go through all the red tape, this and that government regulations they probably had to have a certain material they probably had to have it delivered by a certain time they probably had a certain weight they had to have a certain price you know it's all government nonsense instead of shaking somebody's hand and saying you got the job you know go do it i'll pay you when you're done need money for material i'll supply the material you supply the guys to do the job it's it's not that hard guys to figure out we don't need eighty thousand contracts with all the fine print and legal mumbo-jumbo, she says, she says section four, minus eight, paragraph three, if the sun is shining, we can't perform the work, you know, stuff like that. Get rid of that nonsense. Get rid of it. We don't need it. We've got to get rid of this stuff, man. And insurance companies, the biggest criminals out there that are ripping people off, you know? That, 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 the, the insurance policy, you ever read the life insurance policy or some of these policies that are out there? Total garbage. This is why the founders were were all for all for no lawyers in government. You are not allowed to be a lawyer and run for public office. You want to know why? You just swear an oath someplace else other than the republic. Okay. So it's very very important that, that we probably get back to that because I don't like lawyers. I think lawyers are are backstabbers. I think most of them lie. I think uh, I, I, throughout my lifetime, this is me, and I've dealt with a lot of lawyers, and, and a lot of I've, the problems I've had, I've never had a lawyer do me right. Every single lawyer I've ever had has screwed me over, okay? So I'm just being honest with you, you know, and and so – I mean, I don't know about you guys. You know, I I, I remember I made these comments a few years ago on this podcast and somebody's daughter was a lawyer. My daughter was a lawyer, is a lawyer, and she's a good person. You know, all right, all right, all right. You know, I don't know your daughter. Maybe she is, maybe she's not. If she's a lawyer, chances are she's not. But the bottom line is I don't know her. So you don't like what I said too bad. My experience is I've never had a good experience with them. How about that? You know, and you can always tell when a, li- a, a lawyer is lying. You can always tell because his mouth is moving. Okay, so just, just you know, they don't come up with these sayings for nothing. So anyway, the other night, last night, we did something pretty good. If you missed it, go check it out. Montana Joe and I went on the Liberal Dan show and uh, uh, over there on YouTube, and... Joe Montana, I must bow to and give my, tilt my hat and credit, credit to Joe Montana, who debated liberal Dan on the border crisis and really, really made liberal Dan his words and made the liberals look like complete jackasses. I mean, go back and listen to it. He reeled him in perfectly. It was a nice conversation, mellow, no, no swearing like we get on this and, you know, everybody yelling at each other and talking over each other and F word every other sentence. And, you know, no, it was a nice conversation uh, uh, that we, with nice discussion, debate, and back and forth, but professionally. And Joe Joe Montana, let me tell you, go back and listen to it. He did a spectacular job of wording Words he used, scenarios he used, and the facts that he used, just really he had he, he had no he had no response. He had no response. Liberal Dan had no response for uh, for uh, Joe Montana. I want to say good job, good job. Joe Montana last night. Go back and listen to that. It. It's on YouTube. Liberal Dan Show. Google it. Look it up. Listen to the show. Don't listen to the whole thing because it's like three and a half hours long. But that's the only listen to the part where me and Joe were on there because uh, it was brilliantly done. Brilliant. Um, tonight goes, uh, let's see here. We're going to try and get uh, a couple of people on here, actually. All right. Let's see here. Well, I'm going to take a two-minute, three-minute break here. And then uh, we're, we're going to try to link up here on uh, Facebook, too, and uh, get on with the podcast show. And I was hoping Sarge would call in. So if you missed it there, missed the beginning of the show, too bad. Go back and listen to the archive. Um, and 657-383-0616, press 1, and you'll be on the podcast here live.
11: Let's talk to Will in Arizona. Thanks for holding her
0: on the air. First off, I am a Prison TV Planet member.
11: Awesome, brother. Go ahead and into your points, and I'll hold you over if need be. Um,
0: if you really want to have an unbridged idea of what is going on today, look at—it's uh, actually a YouTube video, but it's a—it's a documentary. Uh, Adolf Hitler, uh, the greatest story never told. He actually kicked out a lot of the bankers because they were trying to implode Germany after World War One. And it was the bankers, and you know, when I was watching that, it was five hours long, and I started listening and saying to myself, wait a minute, They're, they are just repeating history, but because we are so dumbed down in the sense of our historical knowledge.
11: Well, I haven't seen the documentary you're talking about, uh, but uh, people can, I guess, check it out for themselves.
1: A the very well-made, excellent, and moving documentary called Adolf Hitler, The Greatest Story Never Told. I want you to do something for me as well and I would really appreciate it before you listen to this interview I want you to watch the documentary I know you want to listen to this program right away but if you haven't already seen it I want you to stop this program right now and go watch the documentary first and I'm adamant about watching the documentary because one of the biggest hurdles that the majority of people seem to have they're basically just kind of set in their ways and they argue that they already know everything that they need to know concerning this topic. Well, I can promise you people, you don't know one-tenth of it. I seriously had a panic attack after I watched that documentary, The Greatest Story Never Told. And for days afterward, I was really shook shook up. It it had such a profound impact on me and, and everything started making so much sense and I felt so I mean, I've always felt kind of betrayed by, by the powers that be, but I felt more betrayed than ever. Mm-hmm. And, I started, and I started looking back on my entire life, and yep. looking back at all the movies that I'd seen. I just couldn't believe it. I thought if they could pull off of this, then anything is possible. Anything. Yeah. You know, and uh, that one, you know, I would encourage anybody watching this or listening to this to to watch that hasn't seen that documentary to watch it. And, Go back with, with an open mind. Open mind and listen to that interview that you did with um, Dennis Wise recently. But that's most likely what got us censored from iTunes, by the way, too, that show. Yeah, well... That uh, shows hey, what well, we're not allowed to talk about. It. It just, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. off limits, you know? And that's what, when I was going through that sort of panic attack re- realization, that was it. That was, the re- that was the big red flag. I was like, oh my God, like, of course... Of course we're not being told the truth, because we're not allowed to talk about this issue. When you're not allowed to talk about something, then that's, that's like the red flag right there. If it's off-limits, then that's the thing you need to talk about the most. And, to, and the rule to remember is that history is written by the winner. I can promise you, people, you don't know one-tenth of it.
4: All right, here we go. Okay, let's... Well this one right here, this is, uh, this is more recent, so let's get this up here.
6: Instituted by right-wing extremism. Um, everyone knows that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically-ran cities, and quite frankly, they've uh, been very intentional about going after democratically-ran cities that are led by people of color. And their whole motivation is to create disruption and chaos, because that's what this, that particular party has been about. Right. This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. It's the same Republican right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's raggedy. It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an unclean
11: spirit, quite frankly. That gives you power. Like, you look at the clouds. Oh, that cloud looks like Hitler. Look, Hitler's looking down on me. It's total mental illness. So they don't recognize all the tyranny taking their lives over. Platforming begins now. Join Mug Club. You get one
6: month free with promo code Alex at JonesCrowder.com.
11: So people wonder why I got a mean look on my face. It's because I know I'm going into a death battle. I know I'm going against some really evil people. And I'm not lying to myself about it. Now I don't get into the race stuff a lot because it's a, it's a it's a tar baby it's, it's 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 endless. But we know they're pushing it. But the bottom line is this: the globalists are poisoning you no matter what color you are with 5G. They're targeting everybody no matter what color you are with poison shots. They're targeting everybody with GMO, and they have been literally cutting off the resources to third world, which is mainly not white, killing them. But they're wiping out the first world too with poison shots. They're coming after everybody, folks. So we don't get together on this. We all got beefs. We've all been screwed over by somebody. And I read these articles about, Charles Dickens didn't like women because his mother left him in a a poorhouse but took the other kids. Well, Charles Dickens is an incredible writer. I I read all his books and love his work, Christmas Carol, Oliver you New, but like just because some woman was mean to me, I don't think all women did it. But the average person's like that. So I get some black guy mugs you, you hate all black people or some white guy, abuse, you hate all white people. That's not how the world works, folks. Judge people by the character of their deeds. And that's all I'm trying to say to people. So you've got the racist Soros mayor of Chicago with hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens, mass crime collapse, exit out of the city, city's completely upside down, and his answer is to blame the revolution, the civil war, I'm not going to play in the whole clip. It's like five minutes long. Robert E. Lee, like, well, we have illegal aliens here because of Robert E. Lee. No, it's because the lockdowns of the third world, the shutdown of society, and Biden saying, come here, and we've got, now in a new congressional report, $451 billion a year to pay for illegal alien asylum inside the United States. What the hell does Robert E. Lee have to do with that? Then I got this. Plot twist. Young Chiefs fan falsely accused of wearing blackface. He's wore the team colors. By dead spin writer has been revealed, and there's a huge twist. He's Native American. That doesn't matter. He didn't wear the team colors and the team mascot because he was racist. Why did the media do it? Because they want to divide us all. Dead story implodes even more as writer deletes tweet and more video comes out. But again, obviously this little kid is not attacking black people. That's why the team, black team, and you know, it's all a diversion to make us fight with each other while they totally destroy us. Then we got this lady, famous clip, I won't play the whole thing. She doesn't know mourning means the rising sun, gone, and that mourning, mourning, is spelled different, means mourning death. She's been told, when you say good morning, it means good morning we murdered black people. People have been saying good morning for thousands of years we know of in what is England today. It means good day. Hope you have a good day. Good night. She doesn't care about half the black people aborted. She doesn't care about total tyranny. She just wants to sit back and have this creative system where all little kids got half his face black, half his face red, team colors. Kids go with Dallas Cowboys, half navy blue, half silver. That's okay. How about where can you find something to say white people are bad? Because the corporations want the division while they rob us and destroy us. So let's do this first. Play the Chicago mayor, the shorter clip, I say. I don't want to play the whole thing. Blaming right-wing extremism for the collapse of Chicago. And uh, then just play the B-roll of the little kid thinking he's going to a game and now he's racist. And let's play this sad, crazy black lady. Look at her face. She thinks she's fighting tyranny. She's all angry. Man, good morning is a thing that... To... Mourning means good morning. the sun. Mourning, when you mourn someone, means you're sad. No one ever said that. No one ever said... This. But see, that gives you power. Like, you look at the clouds. Oh, that cloud looks like Hitler. Look, Hitler's looking down on me. It, it's total mental illness... So they don't recognize all the tyranny taking their lives over. The 5G, the GMO, the open borders, the devaluation, the inflation, the world government, the wars. So go ahead and play the eclipse. You know, what we've seen is a very raggedy form
6: um, instituted by right-wing extremism. Um, everyone knows that the right-wing extremism in this country has targeted democratically ran cities, and quite frankly, they uh, have been very intentional about going after democratically ran cities that are led by people of color. And Their whole motivation is to create disruption and chaos, because that's what this, that particular party has been about. Right? This is the same political party that did not want to accept that President Obama was actually an American. It's the same Republican right-wing extremism that stormed the Capitol. It's the same right-wing extremism that refuses to accept the results of the Civil War. It's raggedy. It's disrespectful. It's mean-spirited. It's an unclean spirit, quite frankly. And so, so I got you. I got you. I just
11: so, you yeah, we're going to go to Kate Daly's about to take oh, We're going to skip the 2 network breaks. She gets her time back here. Joe Biden's saying, if I win, emerge, uh, immediately surge the border. If I win, immediately surge the border, and the Democrats bring in millions of illegals in a year, that is an unclean spirit of the Civil War. And he goes on, Robert E. Lee. So if he walks out of his house and walks out in front of a truck, Robert E. Lee did it. I mean, this is just fantastical. Let, let's let's finish up the other two clips. Go ahead. Look at that racist. She, he goes to an idiotic football game. He shouldn't even go to that. They all do the tomahawk with thing. And the team color is black and red. And it's over. He's a KKK he's member. But it's all blown up their face. They, they need these distractions.
12: Think about what it really originated from. It was really a mockery towards black slaves. <laughs> and them making fun of what they did to their people when someone was hung, killed, or sold off to a different plantation. So that was their way of being funny. Did you have a good morning? Did you have a good cry about that person's death? Did you have a good cry about your daughter being taken away from you and sold off somewhere else? Did you have a good cry of your brother being hung yesterday? That was their way of being
11: funny. Good morning, everyone. Listen, I'm going to put a bounty out right now, 10 grand for that woman to, to come in studio. I mean, I bet you can't get to her, man. The level of ignorance. Good morning means morning is the sun coming up. Morning is another word. It's spelled different. But you, 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 you listen, folks. It's incredible. She'll eat GMO all day. She'll be in 5G all day. We'll take a poison shot from Borla, and it's great. But if we sit there and talk about freedom, we're bad.
4: All right, there you have it. There's the brainwashing right there done, and it just continues and continues and continues on and on and on. And and it's got to be stopped. It's got to be stopped. We've got to. All right, let me get to this caller here. I had three callers. Two of them dropped, so let me get to it. You guys just can't wait. 704, go ahead. Hey, brother, how are you? I'm doing all right. It's been a while since I heard you
7: on here. What's been up? Ah, oh man, I've been, been, been moving into a new house and and volunteering for our, our lieutenant governor that's why i was calling you man if uh you need me to text people in your district uh to put you out there you just tell me uh send me a oh you've oh, you been taking.
4: uh helping out mark robinson you've been helping out mark robinson
7: yeah, yeah oh, oh, good for I you man
4: you out,
7: and well, I, I appreciate that
4: inside.
7: thank you that's what i was calling in for man so uh yeah, to, let
4: me write down yeah. your phone number, and I'll call you maybe tomorrow or you know after the show or or whenever here you know whatever is convenient for you. So you know, obviously we don't want to talk on the air here, you know. But, right. right, right. <laughs> but
7: I just wanted to throw that out there for you, man, because uh, you know, I I'm yeah, I appreciate
4: weird. that. Yeah, well, I do appreciate that. I really do, and uh, I could use all the help I can get because. Uh, you know, it's 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 you know we're up against the, the storm here. I mean, you know this this we it's go time. We have to. I was just I opened up the podcast with look. I got a, a lieutenant governor here who's running for governor that's on the same page as I am, believes the same way I do. I got a couple other lawmakers that are that are on the same page. You know, we can get a good coalition going here where we can. Now I'm not talking about Republican. I'm not talking about Democrat. I'm talking about constitutional believing people that that's want right. to restore our about. republic. Right. That's what right. I'm about exactly. That- me too. So, you know, we, we we got to it. North Carolina could be the first, and we we were the first in flight. We could be the first to do this, you know, and get you know, we yep. could really be a, a a a real solid footprint on the uh, globalist neck, right? That's <laughs> right. I believe that. He put it. Yeah, man. I put
7: this all together for a reason, man. I'm telling you.
4: you know, yes, right. So. He's
7: that's been right. uh, that's he's, right. he's using me other way he can, so
4: I'm, I'm definitely well, here
7: to help you in any way I can.
4: Well, no, I'm and I'm and if I'm elected, I'm to serve you and the people. You know, that's my my attitude is I'm to do what the people want, you know, and well, uh, and not what I want, not my interests, not my special interest. I'm to serve the people, you know. Exactly.
7: Why and I we don't have use that. Use my pretty time to help you because I believe. That you have to say, I believe
4: when you get in office, it's
7: about the people, and not yourself.
4: Yeah, yeah, I um, definitely one hundred percent every day. Open door policy, uh, always. Obviously, you know, when people, you can't talk to every single person. You know, obviously, it'd be very difficult, but I would do my best to do that. You know, and and try to address every single complaint I could personally. You know, I mean, uh, it, 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 it's it's we got a lot of a lot to fix, a lot of fixing to do, and really, you know. To be honest with you, a lot of the problems that people have, it could be if they were educated and they understood the system, they could really do it themselves. They wouldn't need a uh, representative's help. You know what I mean? I mean, a lot of stuff yeah. could be done, you know, within the within the community themselves. You know, we always don't, don't have to look to go to government as our as our big daddy. You know?
7: No, we shouldn't, and because uh, you know, exactly, they, people forget they work for us. We don't work for them. Uh, we right.
4: should be dictating
7: what happens here in America. You know, That's right. uh, we the people. I, I,
4: yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember last time you called in, but uh, I think it's been a little while. So, but uh, a lot's been happening, obviously, around uh, oh, I've been not listening. just North Carolina, but around the country. Oh, you've been listening? Okay, all right. Well, I kind of yeah, figured I just that, that anyway, you, but I, So I did think you about you a couple times. Nice. <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been listening, I was like, man, I've been try- every time I think about, you know, getting to listen to it live, something's always going yeah, on. Yeah, I know, way. I know. We all live busy well, lives, I that's what I'm sure I it. listen to every one, because I want to keep up and see what's good. going on you, know? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, that's good, that's As good. Um, are you oh,
7: still okay. doing your show?
4: Are you, are you still doing yeah, your yeah. show? Yeah, oh, Okay. will be in a week or so. Okay, all right, give it, give, it, give it the name of that for everybody that's listening, if you don't mind.
7: Uh, we the people of America.
4: Okay, is the name of the show. And time, and it's, what day? What day?
7: It's Wednesdays at six thirty, uh, and mainly I'm talking. I want to listen and see why we the people in America cannot unite. I'm trying to see if there's any legitimate reasons why we shouldn't unite and be one. Oh, okay. And show okay. the benefits of that. You know, being united. Okay. All right.
4: So you're looking for you're looking for the reasons why we shouldn't and why we can't, and what's keeping us from uniting, and if we are, and and, and those, and to see why, or if that's the good thing to do, right? Well, if, Basically, if
7: you know, if, I won't see if it's even possible because I've been trying for a while, and I, you know, if I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to be about it. So I'm going to try every okay. angle to see if I can get. Get, get us to unite, and uh, there's power yeah. in numbers. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We don't have to be violent. You have enough people. You don't, you know. Th- there's no reason to be violent. They'll see the deal. You know. Uh, yeah. I tell people that all the time. It's not about violence. It's about
4: the numbers. It's about us. The, yeah. the people. Yeah.
7: You know. And
4: yep. that's what Ron about. Rex says. Ron Rex says jail. Whatever that means. I don't know. I guess. May- Are you in jail, okay. Ron?
9: <laughs> guessing,
4: yeah. I don't know. Hey, James, a good job. Nice. Good job. Y- y- yeah. <laughs> he says he says yeah, jail. Yeah. So I guess. Oh, I think he's referring to what you were saying. Why we shouldn't unite. <laughs> man, well, oh, jail. jail. We can't be scared well, of jail, man. We can't be scared of that. You know, we can't be afraid of that. You know, we, we, there's no reason for us to go to jail. We're we're obeying the law, and if they're globalists, they're gonna round us up and throw us in jail. For obeying the Constitution and and doing what's right, then hey, bring it, bring it, man. Is, I'd rather uh, die on my feet than live on my knees. That's right. Well,
7: then they, they done, you know, they done showed us what angle we are gonna have to go at if they start doing that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, that that's simple. I don't want none of that. Yeah. Anymore,
4: but if it happens, it happens. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're law-abiding citizens here. We don't condone that's any right. type of violence, no type of law breaking. It's one hundred percent. Lawful, constitutional, and that's my platform. And yeah, I got my, like I said, my name is on the ballot now. And he says they will, they will. Well, then they will, Ron. I mean, we got to do what we got to do. I mean, I would, I'd rather not be. a – I mean, I'm not going to lick the boots of, of 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 these people. I mean, I'm not going to cower down. And because if that be the case, and then he's right though in a way, because people will will cut you off on a, an, an intersection and they'll chase you down and and kill you over you know over road rage. You know they'll they'll, they'll right. You know, you know, you know what I mean. And they'll go 100 miles an hour, go all through to eight cities to catch you. You know, so mad, or, or, or you cut me off at the intersection, you know, or, or they're all mad. But yet, a cop pulls them over and they piss on themselves. You know, and they, yeah. you know, and they just, You know what I mean? Cowards. Bow down Those are cowards. But yeah, you know,
7: I, I, I well, not understand it myself. If they put half of that energy into what's important, think that this, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in now. Yeah,
4: you know, yeah. Guy, or or getting... these keyboard warriors out there, you know, you know, these people on Facebook, social media, they're all instigators and trying to instigate nonsense. Or they call in like in these podcast shows, and they instigate and they're Weisenheimers and they, and you know and and the bottom line is they're the first ones to call nine one one because they're scared and they're the first ones that will 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 run away and and they're the last ones to show up when it counts, you know. So I mean and I've seen it so many times throughout my
7: life. You know, I, and I agree. You have that's the great thing about America. You have the right to feel the way you want, choose your religion, choose what politics. That's the whole point of America. Yeah. So I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong, but you're not gonna tell me how I'm wrong either. You know, we're just gonna yeah uh, do our thing, and that's the point of what we're trying to keep here in America is our constitutional rights. Yeah, that's what. We're yep. trying to let keep. me bring so, on the whole field.
4: Yeah, let me bring on 417 here. I think this might be Ron. So go ahead, 417.
10: Merry Christmas.
4: Happy Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. smoke weed. Smoke weed. Happy I'm New Year. Smoke shit out of
5: it. Yeah, I know <laughs> to is it legal in your state? Uh, is it legal? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Finally.
3: Finally. Uh, yeah. And I
4: live in the yeah, Bible Belt. I live in, in the Bible Belt. You know, um, well, well, I don't think so, the Bible you know, has anything to do with God's plants. It's, it's a plant of God. I mean, God put it here for a reason. So, well, I mean, you I, know, I don't. I don't think... But there again, I
5: don't believe in the Bible anyway. So, you know, me. yeah, I know I know. You know. I know. I mean, I know there's a God. But, but there is a God. I, don't okay. get me wrong. I'm not saying I, I'm against and I'm an atheist. I mean, I believe yeah. there is a God, you know, a God. But the thing is, when man wrote the book, he, you know, he bucked it up, really. But anyway. You're
4: saying that he messed it up. That, all right. well, well, yeah, yeah really
5: got you, did, you know, yeah. They put shit in there that they wanted, not what God wanted. That's what they did. The same thing like your Constitution. You know, there, there's two of you. You know, and I, I stress this a lot, and you explain to people. You know, the, because the question here is, you know, why people won't come together? Well, jail. They're scared. They're, yeah. they're scared. It's, it's a plant. It's done this way in design. They want to scare you from yeah. doing that. They don't want you to He's be, you know, like people go to church. You, right? Exactly. Well, when, you know, people, right. Well, people you go to it. church all the time, and they figure that's the way they can right. only bid and legally get by with it.
10: Yeah. You know, they don't yeah.
5: come together as a group and say, well, hey, this is wrong, and this should not be happening. We need to stop it. Because these other people that are running the show are the ones that are making up the rules to the show.
8: That's how mm-hmm. it works. They make yeah. up the rules, and yeah. you
5: have to go by what they want which is a very minute little amount of people. Very, very many people are lawmakers, you know what I mean? And we're, we, yeah. we have laws on top of laws, and we don't ever discard a law. We just add to it. You know, don't subtract, yeah. add. Don't subtract, add. add. Add, add, add. You know, and so everything you do, practically, you know, I asked people one time on my show, I said, how many felonies did you do when you woke up this morning? And it's amazing how many crimes we commit all the time. You're just never caught. They can make it as they go along. It's, it's that easy. Yep. You know, a top can, can legally lie, legally. You do it, it's obstructed the justice. Yeah. So there's a two, yeah. Oh, yeah. two-sided story here. Right. So, like me, in my years in the courts and everything I've done over the years, I'm hated by them. They hate me, okay, because I've shown them what they are. I've shown them what they've done. Now, I've seen lawyers yeah. quit. I watched prosecutors quit because of me. Because I showed the gospel. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. They're officers of the court. They ain't officers for you, your attorney. That motherfucker don't care about you. Don't there give I a know. shit. That court's number one. Give to the master. Yep. Give to the leaders. And here's the funny part about it. I questioned the judge one time about this. I said, well, aren't you a public servant? He said, yes, I am. I said, hey, you know, I'm the public judge? Yes, you are. I said, so that makes me the master and you the slave. Wow. You will not <laughs> talk about it so much. leaves this fucking glue, man. This guy came unglued, on, yeah. bolted, and unscrewed. It. it was not good for me. Throw him yeah, in jail. Content the court, <laughs> uh, you know. I said I object, okay, and he was object. object on what? Content the court? No, I didn't goddamn court.
4: You go ahead. Hang on. Let me yes, ask sir. you this question now. Okay, so, so all right, you're talking about this straw man thing. Okay, but if that were the case, Ron, if that was really true, I'm not saying you're a liar. I'm not saying I'm not saying you didn't do it, but if everybody was doing that and stood in court and said, "I'm my own sovereign king," yeah, you have no authority over me. I stand. Don't you think everybody would be doing it? And if they, you know, I mean, well, they they, they,
5: they, well, the problem is people are misinformed. They don't know about it. They don't know about the straw man.
4: The majority of the people don't have a
5: clue of that. What that existence is, you know, um, and that's what it is. And the other thing, they, you gotta you go to court or jail, deal with the cops. There's three elements to a crime, and that's the, first, that's the first lesson people need to learn. Three elements to be a crime, victim, damage, or fraud, right? Them three elements. In the Constitution, this is in the Constitution, read it, and it will tell you this, okay? So you have to have a victim, right, or a yeah. damage, or a fraud. Or, and it can come in so many different flavors, so many different ways yeah. you, can, you can be the victim or the damage or fraud. There's so many different ways of doing it, okay? But what they have done is they've turned it into a manipulation system for money? They manipulate. you. Yep. Okay. Okay. When you, when a prosecutor tells you, you know, uh, well, if you give me this, if you plead guilty for me, I'll give you two years probation. If you don't, I'm going to fucking send you to jail. Okay. So what is the better option? Plead guilty and get out, no. or say yeah. fuck you, don't go to jail, right? So we're going to turn our top yeah. out. Well, we okay. call that a plea yeah. deal. A plea deal. Now, where does the deal come in? About in the in the rule of court. Where, where, where does deal come from? How do we make a deal with somebody's life? You know, it's all about yeah. make. It, it's, it's all about not, money. It has nothing to do with, with protecting society. None of that shit. You know, yeah. they protect. Yeah. They don't even do it. They don't protect society. We are we are fucking ducks wide open for a target. So Everyone ever.
4: we're not protected. You're, so you're saying that the, that the courts are not allowed to make plea deals when or there's no, that's not legal or lawful. It is unlegal. Yeah, that's right. It is not lawful. That's right. It, well, it if, you is, agree
7: to it, if you agree to it, then it's no longer it's legal. You agree to it. It's legal. People not, No, you know, no, no, no it, it's still not legal, but here's, here's what is here's going to happen. You gave consent.
5: You, you, you said it's you okay, okay for you to you know, go it, ahead and it, fuck me.
7: Do you what? When you said okay. I'll take the plea, you discriminated yourself.
5: You just well, when you – well, the, the technical term on that, when you make any plea, guilty, not guilty, uncontested, whatever, any plea ever, you're admitting you're a, you're a party to the contract. That's exactly what you've done. Right. You admit you're a party to the contract. Okay? So, okay, and, right. you know, I
7: have challenged okay. cases in
5: court. I've I won I've won a lot of cases in court
4: for not only myself okay. but other people, you know? Oh, okay. Well, I get caught I, with the you know, cocaine. I get caught with eight kilos of cocaine mm-hmm. in my house, okay? Obviously, I'm going mm-hmm. to jail for life, most likely. All right, I Problems? go your route. Yeah. I, don't, I don't stand under your yep. authority. I'm a sovereign this, that, that. You really think yeah, i yeah, well,
5: I would say sovereign, but yeah.
4: That, you know, yeah, that's really? what I do. Yeah, yeah. I, you, think you think I'm going to win? I disagree with you because
7: there's so with. many most companies out there making millions and millions of dollars a year trying telling people that they can be strong, whatever, and they're making millions off of innocent people because – there, if it like Joe said, if it worked, everybody would already know about it and be doing it.
5: Right. The, the, the thing is, people don't know how to do it. That's the problem. The straw man is just a figure of speech. That means nothing. The, the yeah, problem yeah. is, yeah. when I started studying law, we're talking Jesus Christ. I've studied study law for forty years, and the thing is, the, the, the thing that became me—it's it, a game, and I want to learn how to play it. You know what I mean? How does this thing work? You know, it, it took a lot. A lot of years, I'm not out preaching Alex Jones shit and, you know, blah, blah, blah. The courts are bad, and they are, but they are. I know they are. The simple, the simple no. fact of this, here, here, here's the deal. Let me, this will get you to understand a little bit better what I'm talking about. Okay, first off, I, I, let, me, let me go through a case series, okay, a case I went through. Okay, I went to court one time, and the judge asked me, this is on an insurance ticket, okay? Now, you've got to remember, the insurance ticket is bullshit, okay, just like drug charges, bullshit, because there's technically no victims. There's no damage, there's no fraud, yep. except for the money part. Now if you sell them the dope or whatever, then, then that could probably fall into fraud. Okay, but there's no damage unless you hurt somebody with the drug, which kills somebody somebody, then there's damage. But mm-hmm. the majority of all cases is the state versus you, right? The
10: state mm-hmm. versus you, right? Yep. So that's
5: that we yep. got that, right? Okay, now here's what I did with this case. Okay, I went to court and the judge asked me how do I plead and I said I don't. Because well, I'm going to enter a not guilty plea for you. So that right there, he's admitting something. Then he know he don't, some judges don't know what they're doing. They just figure that's regular protocol, okay, for how to deal with this, okay? okay? Because they do this shit all day long, all day long, thousands of people. Okay, so I objected. And he goes, on what grounds? I said, you actually. He goes, okay, what are they? I said, one, are you making a judicial determination? I'm not guilty of the charge. Or two, you're practicing law from the bench by suggesting it for me. Because, technically, by law, that's exactly what he's doing. He's practicing law from the bitch. He cannot yep. do that. It's unethical. They can't do that. It's against the law. There is a crime for that, okay? So a judge okay. can't represent you, but he is. When he says, I'll, put a, I'll enter not guilty plea for you, that means he is your boss, or you are his boss. He's working for you, get it? So the judge mm-hmm. said to me, well, what do you want to do, Mr. Rex?" I said, well, I technically, I demand a motionary. Now, I'm not asking for it. I'm demanding it because I have that right. Because, one, they don't have jurisdiction. I did not plea. I'm not a party to the contract yet. So they can't drag me and do what they want. Until you do that, You give them consent. That's not good. So they get jurisdiction over you and everything else instantly. Okay? Because, remember, this is a traffic ticket. This is considered civil. This is not criminal. Okay. This is a civil bullshit charge. Okay? Just like you're shooting right. somebody in that pattern. Right? So, but they, they, they have done present to me that it's a crime. So that's where the intimidation comes in. They're, they're scaring me, you know, with jail and all this other shit, whatever, you know. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I got my motion I filed a bunch of motions. I filed like 82 motions, and I did them individually. I was there all day. Sir, clerks, course, they didn't know what hell I was doing, but they finally called on. So <laughs> the hearing date comes up. hearing date comes up, and they wait until everybody else is gone, so they didn't want nobody else to give this shit. They didn't want nobody to know it. So the judge goes, oh, let's get this started, you know, and the judge knows me. I mean, he knows how tidy going to he was let's get a start. Yes. I could have said conflict of interest right then and there, but now yeah, let's ride this out. You know what I mean? Anyway, so um, anyway, the, the first motion was to the court, to the judge. And I said, Your Honor, my first motion is to the court. What, who do you work for? I goes, I work for the people of the state of Missouri. Uh, I was elected into office, yada, yada, yada. And I said, thank you for the record. So that was that one. Second one was to the prosecutor. Who do you work for? I worked with the people of the state of Missouri. I was elected into office, blah, 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 blah. I said, thank you for the record.
11: And I said, okay.
5: okay. The third one. I said, the United States Constitution and the Constitution of Missouri, state there has to be three elements of a crime to make a crime, which is going to be a victim, damage, or fraud. Who was the victim, what was the damage, and what was the fraud? And they both looked back and forth to each other, and I, was them. I said, the state? And they said, yes, we agree. Oh, so they agreed the fact that the state was the victim, right? Now the state's the victim. I said, thank you for the record. So the next one was, this one goes, okay, the United States Constitution and the Constitution of the state of Missouri says I have the right to get a fair trial. I need to know today where I stand on the place, position, planet Earth, where I'm standing right now, will I get a fair trial if there's a conflict of interest? The judge immediately said, case dismissed. And I said, I object. And he goes, why? I said, I don't want object. I don't want it dismissed. And the judge goes, what do you want? I said, I want it discharged. He goes, noted. So the case is over. It's done. I won. What's the difference? Okay? What's the difference? Well, well, well here's the deal. Here, here's the whole deal. One, I didn't give consent, which by that would be by me, by pleading. By pleading to this charge, I'm giving them consent, right? So that means yeah. I'm a party to it. So that, that automatically, automatically you're fucked. You automatically, you're already pled guilty. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So okay. the thing was, the conflict of interest comes down to the simple fact of this. The state is the victim, the state is the prosecutor, and the state is the judge. Three against one. It's against the rules of law. Conflict of interest. Yep. Okay? Yeah. So that's how that works. So that's where people don't understand that. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to say it. One, people get nervous. That's the first bad thing. It's, it's sad. It's horrible. A lot of people are going to jail for nothing. Majority, 80% of most motherfuckers in jail are volunteers. They don't even know that either. You know, if you have not hurt nobody or did any fraud or damaged anything for anybody, you're in there for bullshit reasons like child support, shit like that. driving without a driver's license, fishing without a fucking yeah. license, marriage
4: without a license, so what if whatever. They manufacture, what, if they, what if they manufacture paperwork on you, okay, and, you, and, and, and and put you on their court dockets, but you just don't show up? You say, I'm not going because, you know what, I know for a fact that this is bogus. And then they put a, a well, warrant out for failure to appear, and now they come to right. you. What are you going to do? For, right. That's, well, that's your own stupidity. That's your own stupidity. Yeah,
5: people do that that claim sovereignty, claim that sovereignty, don't show in court and all that shit, but blah. like, no, I know. I want to show because I want to play. I want to play the game. Uh, but I would not do that because the simple fact is it can see something you might – first thing I tell people, don't sign a goddamn thing and keep your fucking mouth shut. But people have yeah. a hard time with that. They have a hard time keeping that mouth shut, man. It, 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 you know, when a person's well, scared, they're going to do whatever. Well, how do you defend yourself, you, okay, Correct. Well, right, but you're going to defend yourself better by keeping your mouth shut. Because you're, when you run your mouth to a cop, you're giving the fucker evidence. You're giving him everything he needs. No, no, I'm
4: talking about court. No, 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 Ron, I'm talking about in oh, court okay.
5: when you go before the judge. Right, okay, what was the question?
4: How do I defend myself well, on the charges? I mean, just say, for instance, I got, I got souped up charges against me. They, they want me e- to appear in court. I know the charges are fake. What? I have all the documentation, but there's nothing I can do because this is a corrupt court. What do I do? Who like a Well, you I have to,
10: like well,
4: well,
5: then it goes to federal court. There's there's ways you you have to go to that. There's disparate committees. There's the bar association. I mean, there's a lot out there that people don't know about either. There's that other thing, okay? But here's the process, them two other processes like that, the, the the association, all that shit, the bar, they take time. They don't happen overnight. You just can't call like an I one one call. You know, In extreme
2: emergency, yeah, you have to right.
5: wait. You know, you'd have to wait.
4: Um. Okay, you know, okay so you, I go, I apply for an injunction in federal court. I, I apply for mm-hmm. a temporary, a TRO, a preliminary injunction in federal court. Right, and they just shoot right. me down or the magistrate sits on it. Now what do I do?
5: I'm saying, oh, I mean, like you said, it, things can't You've got to change your wording and reapply.
4: You know, you have to refile. That's how that works, generally.
5: You know, you have a word fucked okay, okay. okay. up in the wrong place or yeah. a wrong misspelling or something like that. they will kick it out for that. I mean, it, it's got to be very direct, connected, you know what I mean, the way you, when you do it. I myself learned, you know, um, as far as anything doing with state, anything you're going to fight the state for, you have to take it to federal court. There's no state court can do it because they're, again, conflict of interest. A state can't protect okay. the state when it's the state. You see know what I'm
4: saying? It can't happen. Yeah. It's got to be a different part all the way around. So can't, I, I see you is, 907. I see 907 waiting, but I, mean, I got a question. Okay, so state. Uh, can I take a state case to a federal court uh, before I exhaust administrative all my rep- all my remedies?
5: Yes, you can. Correct. Yes, you can. You
4: really? can switch on okay.
5: federal court. Yes, you can. I've seen a half-line of okay. civil cases. As a matter of fact, I'm working on a case oh, that well, got oh, switched
4: well. from state to uh, federal from fucking Walmart. Um, so, someone, hang on. i got someone who wants to ask a question for you. Let me click, click on 907 here. Someone's got a question. It might be, it might be him. Nine, go ahead, 907.
2: It might be him. Well, 907 yeah. is me.
4: Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't know
2: that. I want a clarification mm-hmm. uh, on having the case, what's the difference between having the case dismissed and, or and or discharged? So dismissed is it,
5: the case will not no longer be pending, but it will show up on the record. There'll be a file record on it. Discharged means it's been erased. Completely erased like it never happened. That's the difference. So if you okay. got, if you yeah. got a case dismissed it still show up on a record, if somebody checks the record, well, you was a drunken driver and went this way day to day time. But if it's discharged, it don't exist on the record no more. It's not there. If they look it up, they wouldn't see nothing.
4: Got you. Yeah. you know?
5: okay. And there's other tricks. The other tricks, uh, a friend of mine one time, she called me up. When the tornadoes hit Branson, Missouri, and fucked up everything in town and all that stuff, uh a few years back. See, her mom's house got hit by this tornado. She looking power site. So they decided to build a new home. Citibank was the insurer and everything was good. And Citibank financed it. They took care of all this shit. They did it with a contractor. The contractor then signed the agreement contract with Citibank, uh, you know, to supply the materials, supply labor, build this, you know, duplex. Okay. So they decided they want to change it to a duplex of a house. So anyway, yep. the contractor bailed out towards the end. He just bailed out. Well, the lumberyard in Branson, Meeks Lumberyard, came after the homeowner with a bill for eighty-eight thousand dollars. Okay, on a contract that she signed with the contractor, which she she it is bullshit. I mean, it's handwritten; it's still legal. It's still a legal contract. So anyway, but anyway, the Meeks was coming for her, but they weren't into the courts yet. Okay, you know, filing you know, yep. civil. Okay. Uh, anyway, yep. our following against the property or whatever, they knew all that. If that came about, I said, well, here's what she asked me. She said, what do you think I should do. She's going to hire the best lawyer's money to fucking buy all this other shit. I said, well, it's a simple, simple thing to do. Here's what you need to do. Go get your legal pad and you write on top of it, in capital letters, notice. Then right down below it, you sign, you write this. I so-and-so am withdrawing my signature from this contract. And attach a copy of the contract to that that paper. You're going to take and file it to the clerk's office. Take it and file it, okay, And the clerk. And she says, "What does that do?" I said, "Just don't, just do it," you know. So anyway, yeah. she did it. She did it, okay. And then the lawyer she calls me up like a week later, and the lawyer she has hired wants to talk to me, you know. And I thought like, "Okay, well, whatever. Tell them to call me. Give them my number. I don't give a shit whether they want to know," you know. So anyway, your
4: case? how did it come? Did they eventually leave you alone or did you or did you are you still fighting this thing?
5: On the on this woman's contract case? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you the story how it worked out.
10: Anyway, oh, okay, okay. The,
5: the, the her lawyers called me. Okay, one know if I was an attorney boss. No, fuck. I wouldn't want to be a lawyer. I'm not going to take an oath to be a fucking ward of the court. Fuck you. Or an officer of the court. I know. I'm not going to be controlled by the cocksuckers. I believe in free will and I practice it very well. You have the right to have anybody represent you. I don't give a fuck, lawyer or not. He's gonna be a fucking dog catcher. You want him to fucking represent you? You can hire him. But he did okay. But anyway, so the lawyer asked me questions. What? You know, this is phenomenal. We're, i mean, I've been a lawyer for thirty-seven years. I've never seen nothing like this. I said, well, because you were never taught this. He goes, but the funny thing about it, it worked. I said, of course it worked. I say, because you understand something, you have in anywhere in the in the, book the United States, you have 30 days to withdraw your signature from a contract, but you've got to file a notice in the court. Once you file that notice and that contract is there with it, and you've got it notated on the, the actual document that you're filing, you know, the, the notice paper, you need yep. to bring that back to that contract, into that. You know, I wanted this contract with so-and-so for this X amount of 80, well, $88,000, actually, what this was. And I said, well, hey, here's what happens. When, say, Meeks, the lumberyard, or the contractor, anybody, decide to go to court and sue or file lien against the house or property or sue you for the money, they can't. Because the contract's been stopped legally. You stopped it. Once it's been stamped by the state, the state recognizes it. That's it. So that signature is completely worthless on that document. And it just blew their mind. It just blew their fucking mind. Yeah. End, you know, these guys think, Wow. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. But that, yeah. that's how it works. Another thing, senior citizens, older people, big targets, big targets for silly shit like that, you know. I've got a lot of them out of that. But, you know, that, but that's just how it works. There's so many different ways um, to do this. It's, it's, but but the, the problem is there's ways I don't even know after all these years of studying, you know, learning and all that shit. There's a lot
4: more tricks about it. why do it, we hear so it. many of these people getting jammed up? Why do we hear so many of these people getting jammed? up? I mean, Ron, let me be honest with you. I'll be honest with you straight mm-hmm. up here. The president of the republic who was the expert upon experts on this sovereign or – well, not sovereign. I'm mean, just saying that. You know, or this common mm-hmm. law, two de facto, mm-hmm. uh, two parallel governments operating. this guy was the president of the republic with 100,000 people backing him. And the IRS mm-hmm. came and swooped them up and threw them in jail for 18 years. Uh, you absolutely. Know?
5: Absolutely. They can do that. They will do <laughs> you, that. You, wait, listen, man, it's it, – that's where people – listen, man, I hate to say this. I do. I really do. I'm mean, going my show in church, I really do. But I'm going to tell you this fucking pat, hard acts of this bullshit world we're be living in. You ain't got no fucking rights. You ain't fucking free. Might as well hang it the fuck up. Give it up. I mean, you can fight until the days, until forever. But the fact is, one way or the other, they're going to come and get you somehow or another. If it ain't one faction of it's going to be another faction. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a total bullshit we're living you know, and people screaming, but well, I'm free. Well, you know, well, how is that? How are you free? You know, and, and yeah. like Joe Biden, He's broke all these laws. Why is he free? Because he can afford it. Joe, that, that
10: phone
2: people. number. That, Joe, excuse me.
4: Yeah, that phone number is in the chat room. Okay, all right. I'll be calling in there as soon as Ron is all set here. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah. And, 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 and I,
5: but the reality is, we're not free, and we got to fight. We got to fight. That's right. You guys talk about. It. We got to get together. We got to come together. That's the only way we're going to do it. And voting ain't working. Voting is a setup system. It does not work. That's it. Everything's for them and fuck you. That's yeah. the problem. We the people need to be we the people. We need to be quit being pussies. Quit being fucking lazy. Get rid of the goddamn computer screen. Get rid of the fucking TV set and look around. You know, we're too busy being brainwashed by the television, the talking fucking heads, telling you all these things they want you to believe in, which ain't even fucking true. But you're fed this information and you believe it. They said it, so it must be true. See, people yeah. don't analyze shit anymore. They don't pay attention. Whatever they're fed, they take it. You know, ever since yeah. I got into this shit, man, years ago, my wife says, you know, you need to be car salesman. I said, I know. I should be. I should sell cars. But because it's it's people are easy <laughs> to manipulate. They're easy because they let you. You know, and I'm not that kind yeah. of guy. I'm an honest person. I ain't going to manipulate shit. I don't... I want to sleep at night. I don't have to worry about this lie I just told i got to come up with some other bullshit. You know what I mean? That's you Yeah.
10: Because no. yeah.
5: you're eventually going to get caught. You will get caught in your fucking lie. So it ain't going to matter. So why I do it. If I don't like to manipulate nobody, so the sole effect is we, you need to take, and I tell people on my show, I'll tell people on your show, don't believe a fucking word I said to you, nothing. Don't take nothing as legal advice from me, nothing. Look it up yourself. Then you'll discover the reality of it. You know, and that's the sad part about it. People don't look. You know, don't listen to yeah. me because you're on a radio show and you hear me. And I'm talking. I want you to go look for yourself. Then you'll find out. I mean, but I had a lot of awakenings in this whole journey of this fucking bullshit. You know, like when I found my birth certificate in my office desk one day. And I'm looking at it, you know, mom, dad, me, you know, cuddly and fuzzy wuzzy and knocky and that shit. But then as I stop <laughs> looking at it, and I see at the bottom of the border of this fucking frame of this thing, it has printing on the bottom, this little label at the bottom. It's what the fuck does that say? So I had to magnify. I guess I can't see well because it's real fine print. They don't want you to see it. It said printed by American Banknote Company. Well, yeah. I just looked at American Banknote Company. First in my mind, wait a minute, what the fuck does a banknote company got to do with a birth certificate? That don't make no sense, now does it? Well, I went to the Google God. I said, Google God, what? Who are these motherfuckers? The American, you know, banknote company. Printed by the American banknote company. Anyway, they're a company in Pennsylvania. And uh had a phone number. I called it. Apparently, they don't get too many people to call them. And uh, so, anyway, because <laughs> nobody knows about it. But anyway, uh, I, the nice lady answered. Sounded really, really fine lady. I'm sure she's probably bigger than 10 guys. But, but anyway, she was <laughs> sweetheart about it. And, uh, you usually anyway, are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, usually. But she was really nice, and, and she's cool. I said, yes, ma'am. I said I, I hate to bother you. I, you know, I kind of ran into something. I kind of got a question for you. And she "Sure, what can I help you with?" So I said, "Well, what do you print?" She said, "Well, we print stamps and bonds." I said, "Okay, well that's cool." I said, well, "What about birth certificates?" Ah, I really can't talk about that. Well, right. anything else, sir? I said, "No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate you so much. You have a lovely day." So I was in the conversation. Okay, stamps and bonds, are you? Okay, so the research started. That's when it started going on. I started calling some of my colleagues, some of my old college friends, and just started getting a whole bunch of people to go and do the research on the fact that this birth certificate, what the fuck is this about now? You know, what, what What does it mean, you know? Well, anyway, through the three years of research we did on this topic, we found out all kinds of shit about it. Anyway, there's a custom number on every birth certificate, right? Q-sip number, it's on yeah. Birth yeah. custom number, yeah, right? Q-sip So, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm saying the word right, yeah, Q-sip number. Anyway. Yeah, you Good are. A, you're okay. Well, anyway, you what we did is we went to the uh, U.S. Department of website. And we went to a thing called a bond calculator, okay? Because we, we, so so, the website shows you, okay, you know, bonds and all this other shit, and you know, how they trade bonds to the Federal Reserve and all this oh, other God. shit. Well, so anyway, you go to this bond calculator, and you type them numbers into that bond calculator bar, and you press, you know, hit send, all right? Well they'll come back and show you how much that bond is worth. Ain't that nice. Yeah. So yeah. I was worth like yeah. eighty seven thousand. That bond's worth eighty seven thousand, me. That's what that birth ticket's worth, eighty seven thousand. At the time, in nineteen sixty six. Wow. So that's what it's worth today. Wow. I don't know what, well, I don't know what it is worth today. I haven't checked in a couple of years but right? you know, but I have. So anyway that's kinda of yeah, yeah, software yeah. in there. That, well why would that be? What, what what are they doing, you know? So as as we kept researching, come to find out. Well, actually, and you know, 1913 was the Federal Reserve Act when the federal the well the the English government, the king and the queen came and took over the United States in thir- 1913. Okay, because all of it was bankers. They went to Jackal Island. I said, yeah, well maybe so, but they the only the player. The fucking Federal Reserve is the fucking Central Bank of England. Okay, yes. England. You know, remember Paul Revere? the are the British come, British government, they left. You know why? fuck, we ain't got to fight them. We can fuck them another way. They did called money. Anyway, let's make a long story short, but it was, it was spices and teas and all that shit that you know, material. Anyway, so yeah. the, the, the Federal Reserve is now the, 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 the big bank, okay, for the United States. They loan money to the government. Because so you've got to remember, the United States is a private organization. The United States of America. America is a country. Why does it say United States? It's all because all these states are united. No, it's not. No, it's not. Totally different. Now. They are the governing <laughs> governor. They govern the operations of the country. That's what it means, government governing, okay? Not governing like governors. I mean, like a carburetor, you know, you know, governor a carburetor very cheap little so fast, yeah. Quick. yeah, 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 but, yeah. You see what I'm saying? That kind of helps people understand. But anyway, so in 1929, the Great Depression was drawn up and done on purpose. It was done on fucking purpose to, to bring the economy down, get the value yeah, of the we market know, down. down up, so yeah, 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 right.
10: Yeah, I got so all they, that. They money, really, fuckers.
5: Yeah. Right, the big money fuckers could, you know, go up, kind of suck up all this shit for pennies on the dollar, which that was fine for them, great, hallelujah. But here's the problem: the United States organization had no money to fuck with. They had nothing for collateral, so they went to the Federal Reserve and said, "Well, we need some money, loan us some cash." Well, the Federal Reserve said, "What do you got for collateral?" And I said, "Well, fuck, I don't know. Oh, fuck these stupid fucking people. people, the people these stupid yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. People are fucking stupid. People are stupid. They'll never know we did it. You know, and they didn't. They don't. They still don't know." So what they did, what came birth in 1933 was the birth certificate, which is a bond. Okay, so everybody born is now a product. You're no longer a human being, loving little baby. You're now a goddamn Trafficking product. Men Trafficking men's souls. Trafficking men's souls. Yes, sir. So anyway, automatically that bond became the payoff. So that's why income tax and all this other shit, all this revolves around that part. It's a complete sucking system to constantly suck. There's ways out of it. The rich people know the ways out of it. So there's simple ways out of it. You know, most, most rich yeah, have yeah. companies have cell companies and 501Cs and all that shit. They don't pay no fucking taxes at all. Why do you think Joe
7: Biden in jail?
5: Why Hunter Biden's not yeah. jail? Uh, the shit they've done, Hunter Biden should be buried under one. You know, and if Joe's yeah, right. He should. they should be in the death chamber. If there was us, you bet we'd be getting cooked. So that's oh, the, yeah, that's you can try to hide in Amazon about. jungle. Yeah,
4: you can try to hide in the
7: Amazon
5: oh, yeah. jungle, they'll find you. Absolutely, you know? but by, by my point being, it, 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 there's no such thing as sovereign citizens. That's a bullshit Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. If anybody, yeah, yeah. You don't I want think. to claim that you're a sovereign. No, that's a stupid thing. Another thing I'll, I'll put out to pretty real quick about these preppers, you know, for the doomsday fuckers and all this shit coming up. And I, well, it's yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah. I, I get that. But I got this, I got something to help them out with is, here's what's new, folks. Folks, you are preppers and stuff, and you can You're you're stashing all your canned goods and all your shit and your ammunition and weapons. They're like, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody you got shit. That's the stupid thing you fucking do. Because you tell me you got shit and I run out. I'm coming to you, motherfucker. You're going to have to die. You're going to eat my fucking buffet tonight. I'm going to eat you. I'm going to smoke you. I'm going to gut you. And I'm going to smoke you. You will be with mashed fucking potatoes. I promise you. Anyway, that's my my point. Anyway, so that's kind of is that answer right,
4: kind of the question? Yeah, but why yeah, coming yeah,
10: together?
4: Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Let's I hope call, it helps you. Out. Hey, hello, American Statesman and our fellow Patriots is in the chat room. All right, let's call Chewbacca show, huh? We got Chewbacca there. I guess everyone. I guess he's doing a a show. He wants us to call in for some reason. I don't know why. So uh, I could try. Anyway, my my studio screen is locking up here. Why I don't know. It uh, could be Block Talk Radio. They heard you talking, Ron. See that, Ron? They they, they, they heard you talking. and <laughs> Yeah, but they, they didn't even want to let me sign in earlier. They wouldn't even let me log in. It was a
5: motherfucker, man.
4: Yeah, what's up with this, man? That maybe people are having trouble uh, getting in. Yeah, that's... Wow, all right. What's going on? They begged go me to come you.
5: back. They, they begged me to do a show again. They begged me to come back to Block Talk. Right now, they're, they're fucking with me.
4: Good God. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get to Shabaka there, Shabaki, Shabaki, let's see, let's, let's, see, let's see if he picks up, picks up. He only, if he mutes me one time, I'm going to, ha- you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do it, you know, because he, he, they, like, they like to control the board, you know, and I don't like that mutant stuff, I don't like it. Uh-huh. Block Talk Radio.
0: Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please hold and you will be able to listen to the show.
3: No, we only did the show for an hour. You see? Uh-oh, we got a 347 number right here.
4: Okay. 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 Okay, okay. 347. Joe, we have, yeah. Joe call, I'm calling in from my platform here with a bunch of callers on the line. Okay.
12: Oh,
3: okay, Joe. How
4: you doing? Okay. <laughs> you you, you, you,
12: you,
4: you okay. down
8: the wire with it, Joe. Okay.
10: Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah? Joe, 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 don't home. nobody hang. Oh, I got okay. Ron There's Reck nobody... on the line too. Okay. I got Ron Reck on the line also. Okay. Ron Reck. Uh, okay. Okay. And, okay. And, uh, okay. okay.
8: I'd like all to right. We had a voice to the to the text.
3: Okay. And uh we had a uh, special guest, you know, who can only deal with us uh, for an hour. So uh, what we're talking about, Joe, basically, is why black athletes just start controlling major leagues that they participate in, the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, Is because we generate the wealth for them. You see what I mean? And then you have a lot of those that state, well, you know, pro sports is the new plantation system, you know, the way how they do the black athletes. is because we also was discussing that asshole, you know, who is a, a part of the Washington Commanders and still is instead well, if black athletes don't like what, how we're doing in pro sports, they need to form their own leagues. And we're all for it, man, for forming their own leagues, Joe. Now, what do you got to say about that? And, and bring one, bring all, man. Come on, let's get ready to rumble. You know, we can go into overtime on this.
4: We want, so what are you, what are you saying? You want to form, we want to form our own leagues. We're going to have a white league. We're going to have a black league. Uh, what, a Hispanic league? No, uh, no, 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 no. Indian I'm, league?
3: no no joe no i'm talking about black athletes forming their own leagues is because the owner of the Washington Commanders had stated a few months back that if the black football players don't like what's going on here in the NFL, then they need to form their own leagues. And I say let's call them out on it is because I honestly believe after a five-year period, you see what I'm saying, is due to a, the exceptionability of the black athlete is that this here will pull the general public away from these NFLs, these Major League Baseballs and the NBA and go see the exceptional black athlete. Now, here's one for you folks, okay, all you guys are a little bit younger than me, and also, too, we got Brother artists with us, Joe, is that Jimmy the Greek, everybody remember Jimmy the Greek, okay, who was the odds-making, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was also, yeah. too, the... <laughs> okay, and Jimmy the Greek had made the the, uh, the reason why the black athlete was superior because due to slavery, he was conditioned to be such. Now, they fired the Greek. I disagreed with them firing the Greek off the NFL today. It's because the Greek made a, a straight-up actual
10: fact,
4: you see. So then what would happen is he made an opinion. He made, that was an opinion, and he was allowed to do that. Uh, okay, but, but Joe,
3: Joe, Joe, he stated the fact is because when you work from sun up to sundown uh,
4: as a slave, particularly being a male, you're going well, to get in shape, that, shape one way or the other. Well, let's look at that. Well, let's go by sport then. Who do you think the best boxer was of all time? Obviously, Rocky Marciano. He was undefeated. Can't deny that. Rocky Marciano fought bombs, hey, Joe. He no, fought no. bombs. John was past
3: <laughs> prime, man. Walcott <laughs> was past his prime, man. Lewis bomb. was past this time, man. You know what I'm saying? And those were great guys, okay? Now, uh, you familiar with Knockout Kings on the digital game, Joe?
4: No, I don't play video games too much. I try to stay away from that
3: Okay, nonsense. well, anyway okay okay I don't blame you okay when I was younger man you know I think about the earlier part of the uh, the 21st century you know they had knockout kings and what you could do is that they had all-time greats you know so therefore this here was a uh, uh, what do they call this here uh, uh, artificial intelligence in the beginning okay that you could pick the champs uh, fighting the older champs so I took Ali okay I, uh, and I matched him up against Marciano because it says that they're supposed to have his best as they could, all the attributes and what have you. So I took Ali. I knocked Marciano out in the second round, and it said that the guy that you had knocked out, you broke his jaw and ended his career. Okay, you see what I'm saying? And then too, Joe,
10: the Ali game. came no. in. It's you know, again,
3: right come on. Okay, okay. It's okay. A video I understand. Game. I understand that, Joe. I understand that. Now, keep in mind that Ali had a great deal of respect for Rocky Marciano. Okay. okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Okay, and they did have a, uh, 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 uh what do they call that? They made it in a 1969, okay? You had two versions. Yeah, they did of an interview. The yeah, they part.
4: actually did make one. Yeah, I remember that, and they interviewed
3: Ollie yeah. and Marciano yeah. about it. Yep, yep. Yeah yeah right and and one version Ali knocks Marciano out doing another version man they uh said that Marciano knocks Ali out and I cannot see it Joe Marciano was only 5 feet 11 and only weighed 185 pounds man Ali was 6 foot 3 man and his average weight man would come in 215 220 and just off the law of physics and with Ali's hand coordination and his speed man he would have shut dude down man
8: he would have
10: shut him down. All right, all, all right. right. Well, let's, now, let's go, go to another Games, sport.
8: sport. Let's go to another oh. sport, man. Oh, let's to go that. to another sport. No, 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 no Joe, uh, Joe,
4: Joe. No, right. Joe. Let's keep no, it. No, here. no, it's Chewbacca. What I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting, I'm suggesting this, Chewbacca. No, no, no. I'm just making a suggestion that since we're making this comparison, let's go sport by sport, and go. You know, who was the best white guy and who was the best black guy, and let's have an honest discussion about it.
5: Okay, so I guess you want to start with golf first,
4: right? No, I don't consider that a sport. <laughs> let's play basketball. <laughs> That's a sport. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs>
10: right,
3: well, well, let's go with okay, let's go with
10: the box. Magic golf, I'm telling you.
3: Okay, I, I was
5: great at the windmill. I really was.
3: Okay. Now let's go to a place called, okay, Joe, okay, let's go with boxing. Okay, glad you brought it up. Turn back the hands of time now if you got your laptop in front of you. Pull up July 4th, 1910 in Reno,
4: Nevada. 1910 Reno, Nevada. Wow, you're going way back there. Who the heck was that fighting
3: yeah, Man. yeah, 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 yeah. On the 4th of July, it was it was a guy named Jack Johnson, you know, who was yeah. the first black heavyweight champion, right? And Jack oh, yeah. Johnson used to beat his opponents, and he would sit there and just smile while he beat them, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So there was a former champion before Jack Johnson that retired, who retired undefeated, and uh, and, and the white fellas go to him and says, well, uh, James J. Jeffries, you got to come out of retirement,
4: man, and you got to go put this boy in his place, Chewbacca, man. And, Chewbacca, and can Elijah we stay within the bed, last 50 years, please? Can we stay within the last 50 years? I mean, you know, you're, I know you. You're going to go back 200 years to something that has no, you know, it was written in cran or, you know, I mean, uh, let's get something show we can verify, out. you know? Try
12: to show out for your buddies. Okay. Then, uh, try to show, show out okay for man. your friends. Oh, no. Are you showing
10: no, up no, for no, your no, for no, your no, no. No, no. Stop it! Okay, okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah,
12: okay.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. we'll tell you what, Joe. Okay, hold on, Joe. Now here's one for you. Let's talk about the Brown
4: Bomber, the great Joe Lewis. Ooh. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Uh huh. And let's see here. Okay, let's, uh, let's see. Who's in his division? Well, yes, you're going different divisions now. You know, so I I'm, let's see, I'm not too yeah, familiar with Yeah, no, with his he divisions. was a heavyweight.
12: Yeah, I did think you got to factor in.
3: No, no, no Joe Lewis was man a was heavyweight. The former
4: heavyweight champ. No, yeah, yeah, Joe wasn't.
3: Lewis was the former heavyweight champ. He was the former uh, heavyweight, heavyweight champion of the world, no. Joe.
9: <laughs> My God.
12: My brother said, "What about
3: Floyd Joe Mayweather?" Lewis? <laughs> Right. Oh. Okay. Now hold on. Now wait a minute, Lady Che. Now you brought oh, no, up man, the right one. I man. i was right sitting one.
12: here with my brother. We could hear. You know, I thought everybody could bring friends. <laughs>
0: yeah, but before <laughs> Mayweather was undefeated, fifty and oh.
12: Yeah. Damn. Sorry. Okay. couldn't bring friends. Joe brought all yeah. his white friends. Okay. Did I bring Joseph? my brother? Yeah. Okay. Of I mean, course, you could bring brother, your friends.
3: You? <laughs> you, of course, you could bring your friends, Lady Che. Now. <laughs> Okay, I had the pleasure one day of stopping by Floyd Mayweather's gym yeah, out right. here in right. uh, Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, no, Floyd Mayweather was the uh, yeah, you're, you're welterweight right. champion of the world.
8: Right. And
3: oh, and oh, oh, hold on, Joe. Oh, oh, oh hold on, no, brother Jay. Right. This one he's gonna love. Okay, hold on, brother. Uh, I got to say this right here. Cause see, Joe, you telegraphed your punch again by a country mile. You're gonna bring up this bum Tyson Fury, right? He's garbage. How about Max okay. Bear? How about Max Bear? out. Okay, How about Max, Max Bear. Yeah, Joe. Uh, yeah, Max Baird, Yeah, Jethro Bodine's dad, who was Max Bear Jr., who played Jethro on the Beverly Hills. Okay, Max Bear. Yeah, you know he got shut down. Well, my the baby Cinderella man.
4: Yeah, but they all got (laughs) shut down. Joe Lewis, even though as good as he was, he still lost at the end there. He got knocked, you know, I mean, you know, so he won't go in their prime. They were the best. Max Baron's in his prime was the best, you
9: know. Okay, but also, too,
3: but Rocky Marciano, Joe. Ali would have kicked the dog. Undefeated, though. Undefeated. Undefeated. Uh, okay, but undefeated, look at the dog. dudes here. Okay, but hold, okay,
12: hold on, but
3: Joe. Floyd now, Mayweather was
12: undefeated, too,
3: still. No, Floyd Mayweather yeah. is undefeated, Lady Che. He's talking about heavyweights. Okay, now hold on okay, here. here okay, you go. Now, I got to go. Go. Yeah, go. Okay, I'm going to do like it was so Brother Che. Che does. Okay, we're going to go here to... <sighs> I,
4: I wanted to like switch sports. here. you know, know. And I'll go, you know, uh, uh, like, yeah. talk, talk about okay. a couple of sports Okay, sports too. Well, okay. Well, what's sport, uh, what's
8: okay. What's the next four, Joe? We already did basketball.
4: What's the next Yeah, we did okay. basketball okay. already. How, uh, how about afternoon. basketball? Let's go to basketball. oh uh, okay. I mean, uh, chamber. You know. Okay.
10: No, no, but you, enough, you really but don't got any
4: get white get basketball,
10: basketball players right. except for like, oh, come on. Larry Bird,
4: Larry Bird, Larry Bird, come on. Even Jordan said so <laughs> what
12: <about laughs> more Joe, what about it's the dude on the Nuggets right earth now? The, the the white
4: dude on the Nuggets Bill Russell. Yeah, right. Bill Russell Bill Russell. Yeah, had, what, 11 championships? Was it 11? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah with Boston, yeah. And
3: they, and they did a lot of it at the Lakers' expense, too. And, and they yes, did. Oh, you don't he want that to catch it. Anytime the Lakers play the Celtics in the NBA championship, put your money on Boston.
12: You know what I'm
3: saying? No, no, no. Hey, no
13: hey, the were,
4: yeah. Remember this one? B L A. B L A. B L A.
12: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
8: We are we are Baker Lake ball. Show haters over here. We don't like we don't like mm-hmm. the lake show.
3: Man, <laughs> you guys are <laughs> right the right um... back there.
10: Yeah,
8: we are. The champions. Pick your favorite champions. basketball, nuggets, black basketball player and nuggets. white basketball player. You your to... we are still the champions right now.
10: Uh,
3: man, you guys got to win three champions to be called champions. You guys got to win three champions. That's This is right that's now
8: hard. with the Nuggets. Okay, okay Brother
3: artist has dropped off, and we thank Brother Artists, you know, for calling in.
8: You're always welcome to come on our program.
12: You didn't have anything to say the weigh-in on the –
8: on the black sports sector. Okay. But that's uh, Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. But that's so,
8: know, it. We talking about boxing. I was asking Joe Gibson. What next? He said oh, yeah. NBA basketball. Now we're talking basketball. Okay.
3: Okay, but Joe, uh, Brother Jay was talking about Rocky Marciano, okay. But guy oh, that Marciano knocked out, okay, Joe He's Lewis well. was past his prime. Yeah, yeah, Joe Lewis was past his prime, okay. Uh, Ezra Charles was past his pr- uh, prime, okay. He uh, won the title in an elimination bout fighting a former uh, light heavyweight champion by the name of Archie Moore when Joe Lewis – had retired, okay? Uh Rocky Marciano and knocked Butterbean, out Joe. What's that? Butterbean. <laughs> what yeah, You're talking
12: favorite about on. Butterbean, the,
3: the four-round champ. <laughs>
12: you, know, you don't like Butterbean? He's white. Lady Chase,
3: Butterbean is a
12: joke. He
3: actually look like a Okay, uh, No, but that's just it, though, Lady Chay. Butterbean has got too much gut on him. He was the four-round champ.
12: Big old heavy yeah. piece of meat, man. Yeah, but how I, is he going to be the four-round champion? I used to like watching champion. him on the, the classic boxing.
4: Uh, okay, <laughs> well, well, How about we'll see, baseball? I'm on baseball, a, though. What, what's the baseball? Come on, Babe Ruth. Right right Come on. Now. Oh, fuck.
12: Okay, okay. You I, got to pick a Dominican big football
3: player now. Whoa, 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 Joe. <laughs> okay, Joe, you're talking flag. about you Babe Ruth. And then keep in mind, Joe, as I remember back in 19... And back in 1974 <laughs> when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record is because it was the same year that Ali regained heavyweight championship in Central Africa when he stopped Big George Foreman. Okay, so what do you want to do, Joe?
12: Basketball, boxing, uh, about Alex baseball, Rodriguez? or what? Like Puerto Rican, Dominican, or Cuban. Okay. Well, yeah, hold on a I second a there. Go. Whoa, 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 hold on. Whoa,
3: whoa, hold on, lady Che. You got to something say. there on baseball on that one there. Look at the great Roberto Clemente. Sosa, Rodriguez. Hey. Yeah, yeah, Sammy Sosa. Okay, you see what I'm saying? And then they did have a lot of we great can baseball. Go, yeah, bro. Out of the door. The
4: Out of the diaspora.
12: One sport.
4: Who's the best? Who's the best in the one sport today? Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the goat. Come on. He, you can't. best football player. Well, Tom, so Brady. Tom, Tom, Tom Brady is a garbage
3: man. Tom Brady is
4: garbage. Come Brady. on. Oh, Joe,
3: Joe, Joe. Look what they did do to Doug Williams. Okay, hold on. Look what, okay, was, look what they did to Doug Williams. Okay, look like what they did to Doug Williams when he years. beat the Broncos, and he was the backup quarterback to Mark Rippon. Okay, Mark Rippon got yeah. hurt. Okay, and I know this is a bad memory for you, too. He was the one-hit the one
12: wonder. Peyton was, was go Okay. No, <laughs> nah, but what happened
3: is, though, Joe, the man Peyton came he... off the bench, came back from the, uh, the ending of the game. What okay? about Joe got Montana? Okay, the MVP. Okay, and oh, yeah. then yeah. Uh, they did. Okay. And then they gave uh uh and they fired uh Doug Williams, you know, and he's the coach at Grambling. Okay, now speaking of the San Francisco forty ers okay, boys town can. I hope they lose. Okay.
10: All okay. right, now
3: Okay, and then Okay, okay, and then also too, let's look at uh 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 wait a minute, uh You gotta okay. go by position got when it comes to football, you know. Oh
4: okay, so Tom go Brady's Brady, man. No, yeah. Okay, and you got to go by position because obviously Tom Brady can't be a running back. You know, I mean, you got to go by position. You know, come on. I mean, yeah, you, you know, there's Tom different levels. Come on, Joe. How many, many positions?
12: There's
4: so many options
12: here to fill up. Between white and black. Well, better. Go
4: by quarterback. Who's best so quarterback? Now, black you know, or white? No. Black, how about running back? Okay. Who's so best running mean, back? Black we or white. We've got to go
12: by position. We've got to go by points and how much range. And, man, come on, man. Come on range. now.
4: We've got to do it right. Come on now.
12: So many, t- so many semantics and qualifications right here. Can we just be playing it? Yeah,
4: you can't do that because you know, know Tom Brady can't be a cornerback. He can't be a receiver. You know, I mean, who's the best receiver of all time? I know. Oh, okay, no, Jerry, Jerry right. Right. Tom Brady. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice.
12: <laughs> okay, now, <laughs> okay, now, Jerry
3: Rice. Okay. Okay. Tom Brady is more big you name. Your imagination, like
12: uh, Rocky Marciano, okay. like fantasy fiction. Now you have like those people are, in fantasy we, football league.
2: Why? Why? why y'all yeah. uh, arguing about hypotheticals?
12: Okay. I mean, well, okay. Well, these, 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 these well what's high, the reality? Guys? If it's hypothetical,
8: what's the reality? Well, they're saying well, the reality right, is the blacks well, are better,
12: superior uh, athletes. I'm not. I'm not.
8: Hey,
2: Obviously, I'm, not, I'm,
12: not,
8: I'm, I'm not, saying, not saying. I'm not saying When they When were all white leagues, they were not selling out like they do us. There was not. There was none of that going on. Oh come
4: on! We didn't have flat screen TVs either. We, not, we didn't have flat-screen TVs back then. Come on now. You know. <laughs> but you still,
3: still had television, though. I mean, you, know, you still had television.
2: I mean, you Listen. listen. football
12: experience. The can, can, yeah. can I say yeah. something? Can I, Is he can I say something? something? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a Zenith or something? Yeah, yeah, go on. Let them say,
2: say something. Can I ask you? Can I? Can okay, I hold on. You? Let's not talk over each other.
3: Let let the man say something. Let's not talk can over I, each other. Let's I, let the man say something, and all of us will
2: respond. Go ahead, sir. What's on your mind? You know, listening to this conversation and uh,
12: quality
2: and, TV stuff, TV programs too. And, and stuff is uh. You guys are talking hypotheticals. Everything, everything from each era and every champion that we've had for each era, era uh have been different they've been playing under different circumstances different rules and different everything else and and your talk mm-hmm. about uh going out and forming a uh all black league is regressive uh-huh. You're going back. You're going backwards. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. not. No, No, it's not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
10: You guys are. You guys are going. You guys are. You guys. You
2: guys are going. You guys are going backwards in time, and you guys are falling victim, and you're taking it hook line and. You're okay. taking it hook, line, and sinker In on the, the division okay, that sir. they're trying to place. Okay, not sir. You're going. you've taken the, you've taken the bait and you've been hoodwinked.
10: No. Uh, you, you, no, no, you no, 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 no. You're right. We have yeah, been hood. We've
3: been, been bamboozled. We've been took talking well, the, about the, the illusion of inclusion. Uh,
12: yeah, you're uh, right. We have been hoodwink. We have
8: been hoodwink. Listen, you guys, no. you guys fought
2: for uh, a long, the blacks have fought for a long time to get back, to get into professional sports. They have made it mm-hmm. into professionals, professional sports. There is no doubt yeah, just in made my it mind in the now. that the black athlete mm-hmm. is a very, very good, healthy athlete. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing mm-hmm. about it, the thing about it is, is that you've taken the political bait about, mm. uh, the separation and the hate and division that the politicians are putting all over us, all over the all mm-hmm. over this country, and dividing oh, us.
12: Now, if you guys, affected, there's a big difference on the treatment and, and
8: standards. More <laughs> Who treatment. Started? There's all
12: there's all kinds of different things that you're not factoring in, sir. You you're just you're just going after your your feelings okay. right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! One a at a time,
3: one at a time, please. Okay, now the gentleman here is saying that we took the bait of going with division. Division of of with what? What what are we dividing right here? Okay, I'm going to ask him a specific question. What are we dividing? The races Okay, well we're not racist, sir. And okay, a- sir.
8: Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, Let's break this rest. down real quick. He don't even know what racism and white supremacy is. So right. let me imply neither do neither do you.
2: Neither do you have a third. You don't, no, don't, no, don't you have, have any idea what we're
8: talking about. I definitely know what it is because right. I experience it every day of my right. life as a right. black man in America. So yes, exactly. I know exactly what it is. The problem is you don't know, but it benefits you. So I'm going to break it down to you.
3: Exactly, so on a collective it's
8: prejudice. basis. It's prejudice. And we
3: argue with prejudice. Joe with Everybody's this all the time. Prejudice.
8: Everybody, you pick and choose what you're going to wear for the day or whatever, right? That's prejudice. Racism and prejudice it's, are not the same thing. They're okay. not synonymous. There's okay. no equivalency there. So with that being okay. said, we don't have institutional power to right. enforce our prejudice. That your we 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 can we can call you a, a a bad C word all day, every day, but we will not dictate where you're going to live, where your kids are gonna go to school at, where you're going to work, if you're gonna get the loan or not for the house or, or the or the business loan. We don't dictate none of that. We can we have no control over your livelihood. But you right. have all the control over ours. And when mm-hmm. we point it out to you, you say that we're playing reverse racism. We no, can't I'm racist.
2: not. Now, listen.
8: There's a whole equation to the shit. Right. That, and, know, we're and we're in
3: no position to enforce any type of systemic racism. Now, let's go on and let this gentleman here talk, you know what I'm saying, because I think I'm going to find this very entertaining. Uh, go ahead, sir, and, and, and tell me what a black race
12: is.
2: You know, everybody gets up in the morning, and they put on their mm-hmm. pants and their clothes, and they have to go out yeah, and okay. face the world. Okay? Pick
8: um, can choose what they're going to put on for the day, right? We
4: got started, John board. Huh? I wish, I wish, Uh-oh. No, yeah, I let me get charge. in here for a minute. I, oh, yeah, well, I've been Lord, waiting for Sarge, we are charging you
3: with a wall, Sarge.
10: <laughs> and you
3: violated your <laughs> general order, Sarge. Yeah, we're charging you Maybe with a wall, Sarge. Maybe I did, but, you but i returned to the fight. I may also. have been a wall, but now i return <laughs>
10: to the fight and I'm ready A-ball. to battle. Hey, Alright, so now, see, now, see, I'm listening to now. I'm listening to this back
13: and forth. I'm listening to it all. Great. And look, yeah. all of you are mentioning great athletes. There is a case to be made for all of the people that yeah. have been mentioned so far. Me personally, okay. I believe two greatest heavyweight Champs in history well, I got three. I say probably Muhammad Ali, followed by George Foreman. Simply because for no other reason, mm-hmm. the incredible comeback Please, after care, the minutes, followed by followed by Jack Dempsey, and fourth maybe watching Marciano. That's but for oh, on. Now, let me you to dismiss, Marciano, hold on, hold on, for you hold when Marciano went to a U.S. Army installation and they measured his punch on a ballistic pendulum, go Rocky got a score of 925 foot-pounds while wearing a 12-ounce boxing glove. The Brooklyn Stratus could That's hardly right. believe what they saw. Now, let me explain something to you. Mike Tyson is one of the most astute to, uh, 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 boxing uh, an analysts in history. He is a great boxing analyst, and he says uh, another undersized champion, like Roxy Marciano was, because they were both undersized, Mm -hmm. even though Tyson was a bit heavier, and and, by the way, Tyson uh, copied much of Marciano's style for exactly that reason. He said that Marciano is not not necessarily the most graceful fighter or the guy who has Mm -hmm. the quickest hands. He said what Marciano had gone from, mm-hmm. the almost no other heavyweight champion in the history of this sport had gone from was his conditioning. Marciano could go nonstop mm-hmm. from the opening bell to the closing bell, and no one right. ever saw him flag right. because oh, he ran okay, out of gas. And that's why he okay, was such a great champion. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a okay, minute. Now, now, look. Great. And you talk about – and look. Like, like I tell you, Mike, who I think the greatest – Boxing champs are, huh? But I'm damn sure not going to dismiss Mariano. And well, when you're talking about okay. baseball, who in hell is ever going to batter Ted better? Ted Williams, three forty four lifetime batting average, and hitting four hundred in two seasons. Nobody will ever break that record.
10: Oh,
3: okay, yeah, you're talking about the guy that made the bat after. Okay, now, but how? I'm Ted start? Williams,
12: man, uh, the splendid splinter. You ain't gonna find too many people oh, better right than that man had. Nobody hit better than that guy did. You have to calm down.
13: Uh, sorry. And and, and oh, wait a minute. And you gotta remember
6: too.
12: Well, I do believe
13: Joe I Lewis. I me include step. Joe Lewis on that list too. Let me include Joe Lewis on the list too. Yeah. But let's not forget it. An mm-hmm. approaching over the hill fighter named Max Schmeling knocked him out when he was in his prime.
3: Okay, and you saw what Joe Lewis did so in the rematch, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Joe Lewis is one of the greats of Joe all Lewis. time too. So look, mm-hmm. I don't I now. don't
13: see the need to, I don't see the need to put no racial dimension on great athletic achievement. They stand independent and of themselves. I refuse Sorry. to do that. If there's one place in okay. society Sorry. where Sorry. merit counts it's sports. Sorry.
3: But, Sarge, the greatest heavyweight boxing champion of all time sacrificed his prime years, Sarge, That's from right. the time he was 25 to the time that he was uh, 28, Sarge. He sacrificed his prime years. Ali would have shut down Marciano. He would have shut down Lewis. He, sh- he probably would have had his hands full with Jack Dempsey, okay? You know what I'm saying? It's because old Jack Dempsey, the Manasseh Mall, had made a statement. That during his time that when you're hungry you have a tendency to fight a little bit harder. Yes. Because back in his day they called it yes. prize fighting. Meaning that But, but Shabaka, you know I'm
13: not I'm not arguing yes. with you about that. Shabaka, you got a point. What you're doing is dismissing Marciano. That's what I will never do. Okay, but, I already told you. Okay, I think other champions might have been greater. You are dismissing him as somebody that was not to be reckoned with. He was
3: one of the greatest okay,
2: of all times.
9: Okay, but Sarge. The
3: would have sorry, shut but, him down. Sarge. the only right. thing that I, I, I might agree go with go you,
13: but, that, but that's not okay, what Ollie's you're doing. Him
12: down. Okay, alright, make him
3: that
13: down. argument. Make that argument. Sure. Because that's, of, that's not the argument the you've been
12: card.
13: making. You said okay, well, that right. Marciano okay, well, was a bum. He on only right. fought bums. Right. Like Ezra Charles was a bum. Are you kidding me? Pass Jersey is J. Walcott, are pass you kidding pass me?
3: Pass prime. So,
10: please. Oh, bum, bum. You're not a prime. Are
3: you
10: Come on.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Marciano fought Archie Moore a And keep in mind And keep in mind, Sarge That Archie Moore <laughs> dropped Marciano Oh my god Yeah, yeah he did yeah, uh, yeah, And he got but back up dude, he was relentless. And he got right back up
10: but yeah. he, he didn't out. have a count is, I don't even it, think Sarge. he went
3: To count more than three Okay, but hold on though, Sarge Now, how about this dream match For you, Sarge Jack Johnson, and Rocky Marciano. And by the way, oh, oh,
10: hey, I'm glad
13: you mentioned that. Because uh, remember, Jim Jeffries came out of retirement to fight Jack Johnson. You're talking about, you're just missing Marciano because he fought over the hill, guys. Well, I got news for you. Uh, Jim Jeffries came out of retirement to fight Jack Johnson.
0: And, that's and that's look what happened to Jim Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sarge,
13: glad you him. Well, the yeah, you
0: you're the one, you're the one saying if you're over yeah, the head of not
13: couch.
3: That's what you just okay, said. But every time I go through Reno, Nevada, Sarge, every time mm-hmm. I go through mm-hmm. Reno, Nevada, I sit there, Sarge, you know what I, mean? I look at the great desert, you know what I mean? and I sit there, and I listen to the wind, about and, and I Now you just what you just said moments ago. When, you
12: just I, said moments no, ago. And I think i the going of the Sarge.
3: Okay, but there was a guy named Jack London that came lot up with the phrase called the Great White yeah, Hope. They got a square out. named after him mm-hmm. in Oakland, California. Yep. Jack and John. Jack Johnson right, okay, right, and right. went up there, and the fight originally started, you know, give you a history lesson. The fight originally between Jack Johnson and, and James J. Jeffries was supposed to happen mm-hmm. July fourth, 1910 in San Francisco, California. The promoter, Tex Rickard, had been informed by the California Attorney General <laughs> that boxing was banned in the state of California. So with with old Tex Rickard did he bum rushed up an Interstate eighty man going through Placidville County crossing the Great Sierra and he went to Carson City Carson City Nevada and he met with uh, the governor yeah. uh, 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 okay he met with the governor of uh, Nevada who, who was Governor Timber. Denver, by the way and he yep. says Governor I have to bring this fight right here it's because they shut me down in California and I got two, uh, three and a half weeks before the venue you know comes on. I'm gonna lose my shirt. You know what the governor of Nevada told Texarkar, the promoter? Uh, uh, He says, man,
0: you're welcome to bring the fight right here. In fact, I will have the city
3: of Reno build the stadium, okay? And so, therefore, so everybody, all these white folks, man, come from all over the world to go to Reno, Nevada. You yep. know what I'm saying out there because each time I go to oh, Reno, yeah. Sarge, so I sit there and I listen to the wind and hear the story of long ago of all of them bum rushing Reno, Nevada, and they told yep. Big Jim J. Jeffers, "You got to come put this nigga in his place." And right here, check see, what I mean, little, mean oh, about oh, you, yeah. Bitchabaga? Yeah. Look at what, look at what you're doing.
13: You're bringing up racial yeah. grievances, but which admittedly are, are true, but Sorry. you're not evaluating Sorry. the athletes That's on their objective merit.
10: This is what I'm complaining about. I'm not
13: complaining about the, the fact that you're historically <laughs> accurate about it. You're not evaluating the so athletes really for their famous. merits as athletes. Oh,
8: okay. So why wrong. you know who was the greatest? Okay, I mean, that's another
13: story.
0: We're talking about who was the greatest.
9: Who was objectively the greatest athlete? Open the
0: book the, the greatest
9: heavyweight
3: champion of all time, Sarge, <laughs> was Muhammad like Ali. He okay, was the heavyweight champion of I know, Hey, I agree with you, but I'm not going to dismiss
13: Rocky Marciano. There's a case to be made oh that he God. was the greatest, too.
3: Okay, but okay,
10: that's
13: just no. it, though, Sars. Like,
10: okay. to it, it's right? too bad that oh, Ali and right.
3: Marciano, okay, too bad that Ali and Marciano did not fight so is because crazy, when Marciano son. made those derogatory traitor comments shit, about shit. Mr. Ali refusing the draft, he said that Ali was a disgrace and this, that, that, the other. He disrespected the, color, uh, the country and all that. And I really wish that Ali would have went there and beat the living We're do. it again. To we'll do. You're not
13: uh, you're not Please. evaluating the athletes for their merits as athletes. You're bringing in a history okay. of racial justice, which is another story. That is a story for another time. That's, story. Story. Okay. that's a right? common, debate,
12: no race, the common debate, man. We're in a common debate.
8: I called in on uh, Ron Reck, He said, you yeah, know, it's the race. And I asked him, so when you say in race, are you – Speaking competition, because when you think of a race, you think of a competition. Right. Right. So he said the word a race, but he wouldn't elaborate what he meant by race.
12: Okay. And then I talk
8: about a
3: race. I talk about a race. I'll talk about the 2024 Olympics coming up in Paris, France. There's a young woman in women's track that is bad, bad,
5: bad, 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 bad. Chicago Richardson. She can race.
13: Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah.
13: Okay. So imagine well, look, I'm not going to dismiss anybody that can hit the, the 925 foot pounds of force. That's harder than a 45 ACP bullet hit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you have to get
12: so high. <laughs> <laughs>
10: <make a>
13: <laughs> and he was undersized. Remember, he was
12: an undersized heavyweight. You just show up to work whenever okay. you want to. You side with the white man. It's like you like to oh, Now you got to change the subject. She's changing the subject
13: on us. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know
12: you were know that out way, out bro. Can you show up on time? Yeah, he's can you show up to your job, Joe, what you, you, know you, know you know I got you, you on do. the ropes?
13: you looking for the ropes to <laughs> give you a break. You're oh, trying to
3: give me back the <laughs> neutral <laughs> car and you're falling no, down. No, you. That is, what is what I'm gonna I'm going to right. right. no, right. right. <laughs> and put you on the ropes, i you <laughs> spinning you around, Putting you on the ropes, popping you with the quick right coming man with the left Nah, man. That ain't the way it works. No, sir. I got you.
13: Okay, okay, you go, as soon different. as the ropes get but out you the you're right? going to hit the deck. I'm going to go to the neutral corner and you're going to be counted <laughs>
3: out. No, no, no. Sarge. You're going to be on the ropes. Sorry. No, the,
12: the,
13: the
3: fact of the <laughs> matter is, it I was a great thing that Jack Johnson shut it. down James J. <laughs> Jeffries. Okay, because James J. Jeffries, he used to like to drink, okay, you see what I'm saying, and he listened to these bums by the name of James J. Corby, uh, the what? other one, uh-huh. Simmons, Okay, uh-huh. who went to Burbank, California, and, and Jeffries had retired on a farm, and they said, well, you know, Big Jim, you got to come out of retirement, man, to put this boy Jack Johnson in go. his place. And Jack Johnson uh-huh. used to sit up there, man, and beat these white the And he was sit there. He was over the hill, like you
13: just said. Right. Okay. Now
3: don't you want to disregard the fact that like he's over the hill?
0: Okay, yeah, so Arsh,
3: the and point the point is that I'm making some Jay Jeffries was over They'll the hill, Then it. why did he sit Make up there man mind. and let them sucker him into that fight? I mean, you know, Jack Johnson straight trashed him and Jack Johnson yeah. smiled when mm-hmm. he did it. You know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, look, see, yeah. go we don't need to talk smart, about things we to agree to
13: about. I agree bad, with bad, you about all of that. I'm simply sure saying that's what true. you are not doing is making an argument for the objective merits of the athletes under discussion. You're making an argument for okay. racial grievances.
3: Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. Yeah. Besides, it sells tickets, Son. Just like Ali he paid right. off in his autobiography. Right. That's how he made his money. Ali said the reason everywhere why he went, went up country. there and did all that trash talking because that the keeps people keeps paid to see him lose. Now we Ali's right. autobiography about Miss Velvet Green, you know, the white woman who used to wear the green dress all the time that showed up at his fights all the time, and then Ali signed her autograph and he says, Thanks for coming, ma'am. And what is Miss Velvet Green tell Ali. She told Ali, and then this is verbatim. And the source of this is of uh, Sarge's Ali's uh, autobiography, the greatest my own story, written by him. And Miss Velvet Green said to him, she says, "Oh, Ali, I come to all your fight. And he says, "Thank you, ma'am," because Bondini had said, "You know, there's Miss Velvet Green again." And and Bondini was the one who used to yell from his corner, work with him, junior, as he put the work in. And she says, I want to be there when they bash in your face. I want to be there when you get, do You you sit it, And said it vehemently, venomously, and, and just inspected how she honestly
12: felt. But she liked so good, Ali yeah.
3: will go on and continue. I was a lot of confusion. To put the work in is because Muhammad Ali was the most hated heavyweight champion in the United States of America. But around the world, he was loved. But white America mm-hmm. hated Ali, Sarge. They hated Ali with a passion. Why? Yep. Because he said, you know, I ain't got no quarrel with the Cong. They ain't never hung our men, folk, and raped our women and killed our babies. Uh-huh. That's what Ali okay. said.
13: Do you ever you that part of that, that directed against Muhammad Ali might not have helped to make him an even better fighter than he might otherwise
3: have been. Okay, well he said something in his autobiography,
10: Sarge. And he said he stated in his
3: autobiography. Yeah. He said he said,
10: he said he one of the down.
1: things hey that motivated hey him sorry. was the idea directed sorry.
13: against
5: it's him. Serious? He said Fire. it Fire. <laughs> I'm going into oh,
13: overtime, man, everybody. Six close. five seven that's three eight three, three. three zero six one
4: six. Don't hang up. Don't hang up anybody because if you get hung up, right. you won't be really able to get back in. I'm going into overtime. Okay. Right. Okay. But I am Bastard. saying that Muhammad Ali himself hey, said that the ire
13: directed against him was one of the things that motivated We're him hollering. to fight better.
5: I'm not much into these sports shows. Okay, They're okay. so all in okay. the same room. Okay,
3: Let's look at Joe Lewis. Hold on, let's look at Joe Lewis, the brown bomber, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Joe Lewis goes over in, in World War Two. Okay, hold it. Uh-huh. Joe Lewis made a donation to the United States of Navy, right? And what did they do to Joe Lewis? They hit him with IRS back taxes. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> they hit him with tax yeah. evasion, yeah. right? Like now, hit, uh, how uh, did Joe Lewis with that, wind that, up? With that uh, now, how did Joe Lewis spend his final year, Sarge? He spent his final years out here in Las Vegas being a doorman for Caesar's Palace.
10: <laughs> he
12: did play Med Dirty
3: when he did that, too Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, I might also remind
13: you, that Max Schmeling <laughs> came along And helped him out You might want to add that to your
3: story No, 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 no He so Max Schmeling became
13: very good friends okay, And Max Schmeling Don't tell ah, me Don't tell me That that didn't happen Don't tell me that Because ah, I'm going to tell you exactly how it happened
3: Okay, Sarge, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, Sarge. What happened is with Max Schmeling, when Joe Lewis beat him, he went back Mm -hmm. to Germany. Hitler kicked him out of Germany, took all his money, took all the money from his wife, who was an actress in Germany. Max Schmeling wound up going over there on the south side of Chicago seeking out Joe Lewis. So on the south side of Chicago, two black guys I step up to Max Schmeling, hey man, what you doing in this hood? Joe Lewis comes out the restaurant and said, hey, leave that man alone. That man can fight. That there is Max Schmeling. And, and Max Schmeling goes to Joe Lewis and Joe Lewis helped out Max Schmeling. Sarge, now tell me I'm lying. Am I correcting that, sorry? They were mutually you, assisting sorry. each other for the rest of their
13: lives. It's a fact. Uh-huh. Uh, it was mutual. Like you right said, here. they were friends. I mean, oh, when, when, when Lewis was Sarge. on hard times, he helped him out financially. He paid for his funeral, and he was a pallbearer at
10: his
3: funeral. Okay, but, okay. Sarge, now that day was the most saddest thing that ever happened because that was in 1981 when Joe Lewis passed away at the age of 66 years old. It was the day after of a world heavyweight title fight. Okay, in Vegas, Sarge. Okay, hold on, Sarge. Let me get here. his real boxing. Let me see right here. We got the Brown Bomber right here. Joe Lewis, the Brown Bomber, held the heavyweight championship title from 37 to 49, the longest streak in boxing history.
10: Outstanding, <clears> throat> throat> out distancing
3: to even the great John L. Sullivan, who held the title from 1882 to 1892, and the renowned Jack yeah. Dempsey, who held the crown from 1919 to 1926. Okay, hold on. Then, now. Let me go over here. We are in overtime, everybody. Okay, all righty. Don't hang up.
4: Okay, let's see. Hang smell up. It. Smell, it.
3: smell it. Smell it. Okay, don't, don't hang over up. Time okay. time not you, smell it. But
4: no, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
3: yeah. Don't, don't hang nobody up. Okay, so we're in overtime. Oh, that's got to be Joe Gibson's weird joke. Okay. Oh, there you yeah. go with his sound effects. I'm looking I'm looking Thanks, here. And boxing that. history here. Smelling. Smelling. S C H. Wait. How do you spell smell? M e l
13: i n g. S c h m e l i
3: n g. Okay. Uh, wait a minute, because I can't find them here in the index, Sarge. I see uh Simpsons. S c h m e l i n g. I found it, Sarge. One fifteen through one twenty-two. Just okay. spell it like shit. Okay. Oh, the one fifteen. Okay, going down here. One fifteen. One fifteen. Okay. One fifteen.
0: Okay. Uh, Jesse okay. Said, okay. Wait, Jesse wait a minute. Gotta go. yeah, we gotta go. That we
10: gotta go. Oh, okay.
12: Yeah, I don't, I don't God. understand why Joe, why Jesse's canceling the Chewbacca show. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Are we running out of time.
3: Okay. All right, let's see right here. Okay. four months, jo- okay. Yeah, they got 90- Max. Oh, okay, uh, they're talking about uh, yeah, the Shibaka. rematch. Chebacca, Yeah. Um, we've yeah. got to
12: cut the show short because Jesse has a, uh, the uh the leadership course to do right now. On oh, the oh,
3: okay. All right. he's okay, okay. So Okay. Okay, so we so we thank everybody
12: for the Yeah. yeah. Hey, we'll be in. back
3: Friday. Calm down. Yeah, Calm down Work. We'll bye bye, Shane. Bye talk. bye. So, okay, Sergeant, we'll argue on Friday, show to
12: work on Friday.
3: Okay. Oh, man. Alrighty, so I'm ending this episode right here. Okay. Well, Thank you done. for using okay. Blog
0: Talk Radio. Okay. Okay.
5: Goodbye. Well, all right, guys. <laughs> you still here?
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I'm here. All right. Yeah. We're well, no longer on the show. What do you think of that mess, huh? Oh, man. Well,
13: look, man, I, look, like I said, man, I agree with him about who I think is the greatest heavyweight champ, but I never dismiss any argument that says Marciano could be argued to be one of the greatest. I will not dismiss it because he was one of the greatest heavyweight champs. Ain't no worries about it. Yeah. And he did it being undersized.
10: Look,
13: just like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson gave the same reasons I did. That's why he believes Marciano was one of the greatest. And that's why he studied Marciano's style very carefully, because it suited him being a shorter, undersized fighter like Dempsey was and like Marciano was. He looked at both of those men to see how he should fight bigger
4: opponents. I got to say like this. Look, Rocky Marciano, here it is. I got it right here. I got it right here. Muhammad Ali versus Rocky Marciano knockout boxing. This is right here. This is a, this is the, what they did. Let's see what we got here. It's only four minutes long. So let's check it out, huh? Let's see what we can get I don't know if I can play it or not. Hang on, let's see. All right, guys, watch the background noise here. I got a headache as it is. That mess. Heavyweight championship fight ready to go. There's the bell and
5: here's Guy LeBeau. Rocky Marciano and Muhammad Ali, Texas Clay, and this is the classic championship fight.
2: Good left hand by Marciano. Marciano doesn't like to waste too many punches. He's wasting a lot there. He says it saps his strength. Look at that Muhammad Ali move. <inaudible> <inaudible>
13: Uh, seven. Marciano now then shows the respect of the father. So the under the rans- the bridge our <sec Além> of <Sameishi civilization> by by Muhammad Ali. Nice, oh,
0: please.
13: Marciano
12: is wide as <laughs> uh,
13: uh, the other He's a guy. He's Marciano wins.
4: Marciano wins it. You guys can't see it. That's why. Marciano wins it. Marciano won it. They didn't narrate it that good enough. Marciano won, though. Marciano knocked him out in the corner. So Marciano, that's Sarge. bottom line is this. Marciano was undefeated. He's undefeated, Sarge. That means he's the best. He was never beaten. So he's got to be ranked the best, Sarge. Well, you know what it is, though, um, Joe,
13: matchups make fights. Rock covers scissors. I mean, paper covers rock. Uh, you know, scissors cut paper, you know that kind of thing? Yeah. And let me tell you yeah. about, now he might have been a pretty boy and all that, but one thing a lot of people underrate about him, that man could take a punch. I mean, he could take a punch. And who, he was in there, but he was hit by some of the hardest hitters in the game, And nobody ever really put him down with a punch. Now, what what Marciano had was conditioning. Marciano could go all day and all night. But let's face it, he was tailor-made for uh, Ali's style, just like Frazier was, because once Mm -hmm. Ali figured out Frazier's style, he owned him. And you know, so, I mean, I'm not going to say a sure thing. I'll tell you what the damn computer says. I ain't going to give a sure thing to either man. I'm saying there were two great heavyweight champs, and on any given day, one of them could going to beat the other. So it all depends on an infinite number of variables. Anybody there?
10: Yeah, I'm here.
13: Anybody there? Yeah, I'm okay, here. Okay, I'm not hearing anything. Yeah, okay, but I'm just saying it all depends on the variables involved on a particular day. I think either wow. man could beat the other man, and – one man might beat him one week, next week he'd lose. So I, I, I don't have much faith in a computer being able to precisely predict the outcome, given the number of variables at present on any particular day when two great fighters meet, you, meet each other. Mm-hmm. Like look at Schmeling Lewis.
10: But, I, but
5: Sarge, yeah. Sarge, I believe they were looking at more of a racial thing, is what they were trying to discuss.
10: It, it is. You know, like
5: saying. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, well, we're why, not looking at know, their objective merits. No, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, that's all they ever discuss is racial shit. You know, I mean, they. Uh, I mean, I. My here's my question. I, have for a lot of people and black people, I have a lot of black friends. Matter of fact, you know, I started on a black radio show when I started in the radio game. You know, so you know that means I sure fucking prejudice, now, am I? Because one, I don't believe in race. And somebody mentioned my name in that broadcast, but I said race. I said something about race, and I didn't respond back. Well, there's nothing to respond back to because so I just don't believe in it. I think it's bullshit. It's made up. You know, yeah, shit was bad for black people back in the day. I get it, was, but shit was bad for white people, too. We weren't all, you know, us, we, the people, were not in this. You know what I mean? The people, you know, you had slave owners, but, you, but the, the majority of the population. Of white people were not actually involved in this, but you know they are you know so I'm not saying you particularly, but a lot of black people are blaming us, you know like the the was the appropriation thing they're trying to get money now, or what their ancestors got treated like and shit like that well, okay, whatever, that's cool, but where do we get the money from? Of course, we could print it like it doesn't matter we got get endless amounts of money, you know it seems to be um we could fight every goddamn war in the country. Or the world, fucking police, you know. So, you know, it, it, but I just, you know, I just, I think there should be other things people should concentrate on a little bit better than you you guys know, hear me fighting now? Other, each other's colors. Yeah, I hear you, man.
10: Yeah,
5: yeah, I, you. yeah I hear you. Right. there's
13: not? Look, there's not a white right person alive today who bears any responsibility whatsoever for chattel slavery. That's over. It's been done with for over a hundred years. Well, over a hundred years. Right. It's done right. Now, on sports, sports is the truest, most objective, most pure form of competition there is. You stand or fall on your abilities alone. And that is the criteria to determine whether or not an athlete is the greatest. Now,
4: circumstances that one has to
13: overcome in order to achieve greatness, yeah, I'm going to take all that into account. But when I you guess, step hey, into the I arena guess. or on the playing field, everything is dependent upon how you perform. And that is the criteria Joe, to
4: determine who is the greatest. Sarge, hey, I guess the liberal Dan was just talking. Somebody just sent me a message. Lori Angel sent me a message that uh, did. Liberal Dan was uh, talking about me and uh, Joe Montana last, How uh, last night, and I guess uh, they want a rematch. Sarge, I looked for you last night. I went up and down. Push- Man, and I, I, could kept, not find I kept hitting one. I kept sending you text message. Man, I you kept me. That
13: you- I had to run. I had to run to unmute myself. I, was, he said, you, I heard you say, is that you, Sarge? I went over there to hit the button, unmute myself, and you would have gone and hung up again.
4: Yeah, I know. I had to. I'm doing a live show. I couldn't wait at all. I'm trying to get everybody connected. I mean, I had you all lined up to debate them. But I'll tell you what, sir, if you would be loud like you are, I bet those liberals would have got scared. They would have hightailed it out of there,
10: you know? Oh, man. <laughs> you, I,
4: was, oh, I was chomping at the bit to get at this guy. Uh, Joe Montana did a good job, though, man. So he, Joe Montana did a good job, though. He tore him apart. He tore him apart. Mm-hmm.
13: Well, that's not hard, really, given uh, the weakness. Uh, I mean, look, he does the best he can. With, look, look, all of leftist positions are, are very indefensible to begin with. That's why they resort on extortion, intimidation, and demagoguery so much, because their, their positions cannot stand up under scrutiny. That's why they said, I dare mean. Not saying he is. He sounds like a relatively reasonable liberal, not, not a liberal van. He sounds like you can have a conversation with him. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about, for the most part, your positions are quite indefensible. They're not based in human nature. They are opposed to human nature. Oftentimes they're not rational. They literally uh, defy empirical and epistemological evidence. I mean, they just forget about everything except their will to power. It's like with EVs. EVs are a big failure at this moment. They won't even acknowledge it. They double down. Instead of waiting for the technology to become more mature, they double down and tell you, oh, it's working. You need to do this to save the planet. No, we don't. I mean, you can pee in my face and tell me it's raining. I'm never going to believe you.
8: Yeah.
13: But that's what let this do. Look, yeah. I am never worried about taking on a let this in any argument in which I advocate an opportunity to prevent, present my side. I am utterly unconcerned. The only thing I'm concerned about is when they try to dominate debate and not let you make your point. Now, they're very good at that. You look at what's going on on the college campus. Did you see these presidents from Harvard, Yale, and I've the other Ivy League instances, get up there today when this woman, this congresswoman, Heskett, or I forget her name, she asked them, is our is cause to genocide acceptable in your college's uh, uh, plan of conduct on the campus. Now, we're not talking about censorship because all of these private universities have codes of conduct, okay? So we ain't talking about the government censoring speech. We're talking about whether or not it is acceptable for Harvard, Yale, and this other one, I I think it's Princeton, Harvard, Yale, and Princeton, is it acceptable to allow calls for genocide on college campuses? And they could not answer unequivocally no. They said it's all context dependent. And it depends on whether or not the speech leads to action. She had to keep asking them over and over, can you say it is unacceptable to call for genocide? They wouldn't say it. Liberals cannot no. win any objective argument.
4: They have to control the discussion. This is guy in the chat room, this they, can't chat room. Win. they can't win God, this, sh- this show has been a real letdown I thought you were better than that Joseph What the hell is he talking about?
13: I don't even have to ask him <laughs> <laughs> I, Look He wants he, Apparently he wants a show that you're not doing You're not doing that yeah, He wants yeah. you to do a show on Republican debate You're not doing a show on Republican debate That's the show he wants I understand that if he wants it But that's just not the show you're doing tonight
5: I
0: was wondering what kind of fucking show this was. Where, did I, where the fuck am I, at? <laughs> <did> I <laughs>
13: Anyway. Anyway, but buddy. like I said, Joe, you need to go hear those three women college presidents up before the Senate today. You've got to hear it. For you. Let me put a link to the chat room through it for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put a link yeah. to the chat room because it's unbelievable that these the the the, the terrorizing and rationalization that these people did—it is just unbelievable. I never thought I'd see anybody who calls themselves a professor saying genocide calls for genocide
7: are okay in context. But that's what she said. Yeah, they're nuts. They're nuts, man.
13: They're, they're hard- hard- Sorry. There hey, is man.
5: no You're, truth in the left. Sorry. The you left ever, You ever hear me say uh the word retard? Uh, you know, how that handles that? These are fucking retarded people talking shit.
10: <laughs>
5: One, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah, right, right. Well they got the piece of paper says that. But in reality they're fucking tarts. They talk That's, hard, that. they look hard, and they act hard. So they are targeted, you know, not retarded, they are targeted. They never got this opportunity to get cured and they get retarded. So that's what you're talking yep. yeah, yeah, come on, man. Well, i put a out link out the to it right there in the chat the room, Joe, so you can check that out for yourself. You go,
13: I mean, I just I sat love- there opening mouth listening to the brazen temporization and rationalization of calls for genocide on their campuses, when they have established a code of conduct for behavior on their campuses. Understand this. They wow. have established a code of conduct. They did. And, they, and these are the same people who will say that if you say, for instance, um, you're against critical race theory or you're against reparations, you have offended your students and they have, they have a safe space from you. Remember when that judge came on the campus in California? and he was trying to explain his objection to critical race theory, and he had one of the college administrators get up there before he even started to speak, front of him at the podium, and said what you are saying is offensive to many of our people on campus, and you're hurtful to them, and they may need to find refuge from your statements. Yeah. I swear to God, man, these people, they have no standards other than double, triple, quadruple, and quintuple standards. They have no other standard.
7: Huh? What can you do, Sergeant? We're not going to change their mind. Expose them. We must
13: never let them get away without challenging them on it. That's what we do. That's all we can do. We have to challenge them every time they do something like what those clowns did on the Capitol Hill today. We can't let them get away with this unopposed. Got to get in their face and fire back. I mean, all you look, all you look when you listen to this woman. Every time, all I want you to do is substitute the word black, Hispanic, or homosexual or transgender in there whenever they say this. Just substitute, and then ask yourself. Would this be considered acceptable in any context? And you know damn well what the
4: answer is. Well, they—I mean, there's, there's no way. Sorry, just link is just screwing up on me, man? What did you? What is this? Twitter? Yes, yeah. Twitter. And you gave me the embedded Twitter thing. Man. That's why I can't get the play right. I can't get the play right. Oh, well, you got
13: to copy it and paste it in there. It ought to go in the address bar. Let's see oh. if I can do it and get the same result
9: because
13: I'm looking at it right now. In fact, i tell you what, if you can't get it, I can play it. Yeah, go ahead and play it because I, so can I can't get it to play. Go I can't get it to play. I got it right now. i tell you what. i tell you what. I'll play it right now so you can hear it and you can – be, you could be amazed at what you're about to hear. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, go ahead. Here we go. Hold on.
0: Violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment. Yes or no? The targeted individual individuals, not making public statements. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews for not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide of Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada? I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. So those would not be according to the MIT Code of Conduct or Rules. That would be um, investigated as, as, as harassment if her and is severe. Ms. McGill, at Penn, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? no, no, no. If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Yeah. I am asking specifically calling for the genocide of Jews. Does that constitute bullying or harassment? It is directed and severe pervasive pervasive harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision, Congresswoman. It's a context-dependent decision. That's your testimony today, calling for the genocide of the Jews is dependent upon the context. That is not boring or harassment. This is the easiest question to answer, yes, Ms. McGill. So if it, if it, you question that you will not answer yes. If the speech becomes conduct, it can be harassment, yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? The speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. So I'm gonna give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Is calling for the genocide of Jews, violent, tense, code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes. And Dr. Gay, at Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. What's the context?
8: Targeted
12: as
0: an individual? Targeted as at an individual? It's targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of anti-Semitism? I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's words of bullying and harassment, yes or no? Anti-Semitic rhetoric. When and it is it anti-Semitic rhetoric? Anti-Semitic rhetoric, when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying, harassment, intimidation, that is actionable conduct, and we do take action. So the answer is yes. Calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard Code of Conduct. Correct. Again, it depends on the context. This is not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. These are unacceptable answers across the board. Now, now think about that,
13: Joe. She said, "If the if the word genocide is directed at an individual, but genocide is the extermination." of a specific group of people. You directed a it person, it's murder. You murdered an individual. When you commit genocide, you're making an attempt to wipe out the very existence of a specific group.
10: Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah.
13: These people run colleges.
7: That's right.
4: Yeah. What a it's, it's, it's the colleges aiding the bed, these people, you know? I mean, these universities are a breeding ground. They're a breeding ground for these scumbags,
7: you know?
13: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, <laughs> you watch their faces, they're just smirking, and they've got their little facetious smiles on their faces, and they're doing, they just have the rote talking point response to what is being asked of them. It's like there is no objective truth. See, this one thing about the left, you've got to understand. They do not believe in the concept of transcendence. They do not believe in objective truth. They think everything is subject to whatever the intersectional power dynamics require you to believe and to espouse. Nothing more, nothing less. It is Marxism. These people are yeah. Marxists, and they do it, and wokeism is Maoism with an American twist. It literally is positing right and wrong on an intersectional scale. It depends upon where you fit on the intersectional scale as to how good or bad your actions are. Are you part of the oppressor-oppressed dichotomy? These people are hideous. These people need to be banished from public life. So I'm not going to use the word genocide on them. I'm going to say they do need to be banished altogether from public life.
11: God,
13: it's awful. And by the way, uh, as a free speech thing, without the government, you have a right to advocate for genocide. Okay, I believe some people should be wiped out as long as you don't take plans to, to, to carry it out. And you are a, mis- uh, a mechanism. You have a right to say, I think, some people hey, ought to hey. be the subject of genocide. Hey, but remember, over remember this, though, uh, remember, Joe, we're talking about in the in this context,
10: the
5: code of conduct I know. I at listen, listen, listen. Of
13: Pennsylvania, Harvard, and Yale.
4: We got Lori Ann's getting attacked over there on the Liberal Dance show, so we gotta go we gotta go over there and uh they're attacking me too and to Joe, so I'm gonna head over to Liberal Dance show and i in the chat room there. And uh they're attacking the conservatives <laughs> over there, so let's get those bubble heads and pop their heads. You come think on. they gotta, mm-hmm. join
5: hey, you think gotta join in? Hey, they gotta join in.
4: Yeah, the <laughs> chat room, the chat room, yeah, Yeah, the chat room, Liberal Dan, Liberal Dan, Liberal, liberal, liberal Dan, look at him calling his names, man. <laughs> so, so, are you sure, going to go over there right now?
2: You guys need the link? I
13: yeah,
4: will to let on. On
10: anyway.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you go to the Tell chat room. Now. What are you talking about? Come on, sir, you talking about fighting Damn. back. This is where we fight back, man. Right here, here's the chat room right here. All right. There it is. There it is. Okay. All right,
13: guys, I'm
4: going to be wrapping it up then. All right, I'm heading over to the chat room of Liberal Dan. Anybody want to join? Come on, I see you guys on the call board. Let's go over there and pop these bubble heads heads. Good night. God bless you. Roger that.